Nestled in the Ducian mountain range is the capital city of Saravale. Outside the walls, expeditionary groups prepare for exploring this large ancient metropolis. Some, however, have begun their surveys and discoveries. Among those that got a head start was Archmage Chisholm Rism of the Wizard's Rainbow. And within the mountain at the top of the city, he waits outside his chaos portal within the Academy of Planar Learning. I wonder how it's going in there. I doubt they'll make it back. I just hope my gauntlets work. I bet soon we will find out. There's no telling what they are facing on the other side. It was green and brown, right? So they are in Dwarla somewhere? That's the theory. Through the portal, a fight is about to begin with a beast not known to Asus. A fierce, huge beast with a large reptilian head, sharp teeth, a tail ready to swipe, two legs with sharp claws on its feet, and then two tiny little arms that don't appear to be a danger to the situation at all. The Tyrannosaurus Rex goes first, and it rushes forward towards you, Alabaster. <gasps> what? It was no longer a squirrel. It gets about 10 feet away from you and attacks for 25 with its bite. Does that hit? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Rolling low. Rolling low. That was a high one. This is going to be for 27 piercing damage as it bites onto you. Literally puts me to zero. <laughs> Holy crap. So I'm just like pointing at it like, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> now I'm dead. All right. Holy so shit. it bites onto you and like it doesn't clamp on and hold on to you. It just bites real quick and then looks quickly to uh, Aroni as he's peeking around the corner and it yells and growls in your face as it seems to be standing over Alabaster's body as if it's about to feast. Holy crap. Okay. I'm going to cast Earth Trimmer at third level underneath the T-Rex. It has to make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, it takes damage and is knocked prone. That is an eight. Nice. So it, it takes... has a plus zero dexterity. Interesting. Yeah, that's totally. Yeah, I I thought it was Constitution at first. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then I reread it and was like, oh, it probably doesn't have high dexterity. Uh, so eight points of damage, but it is knocked prone. Yes. So now I'm a bedtime snack. <laughs> All right, so you have casted the spell. Would you like to do any movement? Oh, keep in mind, I do allow potions as free actions, and you can keep them to your friends. Oh, okay, then I will do that. I'll run up to Alabaster and feed him a potion. Okay. <sighs> well, one of you can roll the 44 plus four. Uh, go ahead. Lie about it. You can fill up your health. All right, 27. <laughs> yeah, not too hot. Um, let's see. Uh, 12. And you are now conscious. Alabaster, though, you are prone, so that will be half of your movement to get right. up on your turn. And is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Aroni? Uh, you only moved 10 feet. If you'd like to move back, you can. Can I drag Alabaster to his feet? Uh, dragging him would half your movement speed, so you would only get him... So you wouldn't be able to move, really. Okay, yeah, I'll just do that then. So you just pick him up. Oh, thanks. Uh, you look to your left, and you see a T-Rex prone on the ground, and it's flopping around like a fish about to stand back up. It looks like it's mildly injured, maybe. <laughs> cool. Let's do this. Remember, this is only an exploration mission. <laughs> yeah, about that. <laughs> Take it out. Take it <laughs> Kill out. Kill it now. <laughs> Kill it now. <laughs> and after Arodi, we are then on to Alabaster. I'm going to draw my rapier and say, fucked with the wrong guy. And I'm going to stab down with advantage since it's prone. 
Okay. Uh, sweet. A one and an eight. <laughs> uh, eight plus six, though, with the rapier. So that is 14. 14 actually hits. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> it is huge. So, yeah, that makes sense. Good All right. Boy. Five points of damage with the rapier. And then once again, use my bonus action to bring that shadow blade into my left hand. I'm going to attack again with that at melee. It is not dim light out or dark. It is bright light. But I'm still rolling with advantage because it's a prone melee attack. Nap fucking 20, baby. Nice. So you'll be rolling so, an extra damage die on that? That is 27 points of damage back to it. Nice. Hell yeah. And then I'm going to spend my 30 feet to move as far away from it as possible. This was very interesting, but I think we should go. <laughs> <laughs> so are you starting the process on your next turn, basically, to leave? Yeah, that hurt a lot. Yeah, it did. That will mean that you won't do it this turn. So next turn, you'll have to live the whole round with your hand on the diamond. Right. After Alabaster, we then are to Rad. So I form an orb in my hand. And it starts to swirl and it just starts to crackle with lightning as I just toss it forward at this thing with a chromatic orb. All right, so go ahead and give me the attack, the spell attack. 18. 18 is a hit. 15. All right, this lightning hits the prone Tyrannosaurus Rex. Spazzes a little bit as the lightning kind of shocks him. With that in motion, I kind of just turn to make my way to head backwards with Alabaster. I'm just like, let's get out of here. So we're the first people who have been given these gauntlets. Am I correct? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, that sucked for 2,000 other people. Right? Yeah. They could have shown up here. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing the 700 were not non-sentient. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this T-Rex just found a new balls. hunting ground where he's like, oh, food keeps dropping on top of this I hill. know, right? <laughs> yeah. So the Tyrannosaurus Rex uses half of its movement speed to stand up. Aroni, get away from that thing. Oh, I want to. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> and it steps up five more feet with its 10-foot reach and attacks oh. with a bite. Oh, God. Don't worry. You won't take that much damage. 17? Yeah, it hits. Oh, God. You don't have shield? Cast shield. You don't have shield? <laughs> I don't. Oh, no. All right, here we go. Oh no, every wizard casts shield. Always take shield. Always take shield. <laughs> I'm an evocation wizard. 22. Oh, yeah, all right. I'm bloodied. <laughs> <laughs> so with this bite, however, I need you to give me a acrobatics or athletics check as he attempts to grapple you in his wow. mouth. Yeah, you got it, bud. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, do remember we said Michael wasn't joining us today. <laughs> I'm gonna do. Right. I'm gonna do an athletics check. Oh, oh dirty twenty. Dirty Hell twenty. Yeah. All right. So you get out of the grapple as he like tries to bring you up. You slide out of his mouth. Uh, <laughs> and you land back on your feet, and it is now your turn. Aroni, oh. slobbery now. Okay, Aroni is going to disengage and back away, and I now cast Rhyme's Binding Ice. I will do that at second level. It needs to make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, it takes damage and is hindered by ice formations for one minute, bringing its speed to zero. 14? Oh, what is it? What's what is your it? save, DC? 15! <laughs> 15! 15! 
Yes. All right, so its movement need... speed is reduced to zero. To zero for one minute. For one minute? I yeah. cast friends. <laughs> does it get a save per round? It doesn't say that. No, I'm it trying just says it's hindered. It. So I think if it fails its save, the ice just forms around it. Dang. Oh. And it takes not a lot of damage. Seven points of damage. Yeah, y'all haven't even gotten it to half yet. Hell yeah. Yeah, at this point, if it's still not looking bloodied and it's just like mad trying to get free from the ice, I'm just going to join them and put my hand over Okay, the top so of you them. won't start until your next turn, but after Aroni, we then move on to Alabaster. Yeah, I start uh, initiating, running another 30 feet, and I'm holding it down. All right, so you put your hand on the back of the diamond, and you start running 30 feet away. And I, I express this. I say, let's get back. There's no chance. Did <laughs> <laughs> you start to run away? After Alabaster, we move on to Rad. Nice. I'm continuing to run. Uh, we're like in a forest, right? Uh, yeah, it's like a jungle. A jungle? Okay, cool. I am going to climb a tree and get up into the sky, and I'm just going to... Closer gonna... to its mouth. Yeah, closer to its mouth. <laughs> Smart. So, <laughs> yeah. I climb a tree, and I go straight up the tree, and then uh, when I get as high as I can get at like 30 feet high... Uh, so do you have any benefits to climbing? Benefits? Yeah, because like, it's going to be 15 feet high if uh, you don't have anything that like boosts your climbing. Okay. Yeah, 15 feet's fine. So I get 15 feet up in a tree, and I just cast Minor Illusion to where I look just like the tree trunk, and I smell just like a pine. Okay. So in order to do this, I will need a couple checks here. Yep. First, I will need an Athletics or an Acrobatics check, your choice. Cool. That's a 16 on the Acrobatics. All right. So yeah, you climb the tree with ease. And then for the next one, I will need a deception check with advantage for the minor illusion. Nice. I can do that for sure. I guess it's a 13 to just For your deception? The, yeah. Okay. So you throw up your minor illusion, and you're now hiding in the like one of the and lower it, branches of the tree. And it just smells like woods just coming off of me. All right. And so next turn, we then move on to the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Just for DM clarity, I yeah, need to read this no. thing. Please do, because I'm only reading what it tells me on Beyond. So what's the name of this spell? Rhymes Binding Ice. R-I-M-E. It's hindered for one minute or until it or another creature within reach of it uses an action to break away the ice. So for the T-Rex's turn, it uses its action to break out of the ice. Ugh. And it begins to run and rampage towards you, Alabaster. Nope. Nope, towards Aroni. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry you saved me, and now you're going to die. However, its action was used to break the ice, so it just runs forward and doesn't have the energy to bite this turn. Ooh, that's right. Okay. Duh. Solid. Woo. <sighs> All right. Now a game. So now it's my turn. And it is now your turn, Aroni. I continue to hold my hand over the glove and then run. Remember that if you run out of its range right now, it has not used its reaction to turn, so it will become, it will have an opportunity. You just have to stand right in front of it. (laughs) So, well, but I can disengage because I haven't done anything But if you disengage, you won't be able to use your action for the, for the gauntlet. Oh, I can't just continue to hold my hand over top of it? The gauntlet requires your action and bonus action for an entire turn and then beginning of your next turn. So you gotta just stand in front of it. Wait, but did he start holding it? No, he cast the spell. No, I did start holding it. You, you can't no. start it until oh, it uses your action or bonus action. 
Oh my god, you just have to be standing in front of it being like, don't bite me, don't bite me. Oh god. Oh. Is there another spell you maybe want to do to... Yeah. I guess I'm just gonna, I'm gonna yell out. Oh wait, sorry. By the way, you've casted that spell. What else have you casted? Earth, uh... Yeah, the Earth Trimmer. So spell levels, how many spell levels has all that been total? Uh, two and three. And for you? I have only cast a th third level spell. Well, inside this realm? Inside this realm. Okay, so and then you? And he I one. have casted... Uh, cantrip? A cantrip. Chromatic and, Orb. Oh, and Chromatic Orb, which was, so a was level one. two, one. one. Level one. one. So add an HP, add the three, <gasps> add the five. Because in this oh. realm, life force is not required. Oh! oh. Okay. Thank Jesus, I'm cool. up to 12. <laughs> Wait, so don't subtract it or add? Oh. So add your Are one you... back because okay, gotcha. uh, yeah. I, I've cast five level three spells. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been casting level five spells this whole time. In this realm, because you're no longer in Asus, yeah. life force is not a thing. Sick. Look, I'm not saying that that's going to save my life, but I am saying that it's not going to save my life. Yeah, sorry, ADD uh, <laughs> got in the way there, and I forgot to mention that part of the description. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, so I yell out, I can't run from this thing. I need your help. And so I disengage, scoot back as far as I can, and then cast Fireball. His dexterity save on the Fireball is a three. Yes. Okay, so Fuck full yeah. damage. 24 points of damage. He is now looking bloodied. And also, he has a burning condition put on him. I don't know why. I just want it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, unless we you give me a reason it. why. <laughs> Can I attempt to stealth behind trees? Is that too much? That's another action. Yeah, yeah it, would, figured. it would be an action. Can I pray I will, to a deity? I'll allow you to use your bonus action for it with disadvantage. Ooh. Okay. So a stealth behind a tree with disadvantage. Not a normal thing I would do, but... Four. Yeah, so you are not able to hide. Yeah, I accidentally hide in front of the tree. Like, <laughs> where did the T-Rex go? Wait, you did disengage for your action, so you can't cast a spell. But disengage was a bonus action. Mm -mm, that's a full action. Damn it. Yeah, that's only if you're a rogue. Okay, well... Do I you want to take the opportunity attack, or do you want to take the damage? I'll take an opportunity attack. Let's roll the dice. Why not? Right. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> 13? <gasps> no! Here's this 14! Yeah, I got 14! Oh, 14. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the, the tail comes swinging around. Oh, your T-Rex. <laughs> the tail comes swinging around as you try to run away from it before this whole fireball cast and everything. Oh my And it's God. just right on the butt of you. <laughs> and it just like basically trails your clothes. Oh my God. Nice. Okay, so that was a, that was a good gamble. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, after Aroni, we are on to Alabaster. If you want to stay to help, I will need a dexterity save, and it will use your reaction to pull your hand off in time before you disappear. I think seeing him succeed at getting away... Fills you with confidence you're going to leave? <laughs> kind of. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> just going to look at you catching up to me and be like, <laughs> a quick little shrug, and I'm going to. I'm not going to try to disengage my hand. Okay, y'all watch as like a aura around him begins to vibrate violently, and then he just out of his existence. Wow, uh, Aroni feels extremely betrayed. <laughs> I think he just lost a great amount of respect for Alabaster. It's fine. I'll just cast friends when they see me. Again. <laughs> 
All right, so after Alabaster, we then move on to Rad. Nice. You're saying that the T-Rex looks bloodied now? The T-Rex does look bloodied, over 50%. Crazy. Yeah, I don't. I look at this thing, and I don't think it can judge anything about anything. I think this is just big, dumb beast. So I just I pull an arrow, and I, I knock it, and I fire an arrow down. From the minor illusion? Yeah. All right. Let's see. First up I'm going to do is go ahead and give me the attack. Okay. That's a dirty 20. Okay. So that is definitely hit. I'm going to give him a perception check at disadvantage to spot you. Nice. So I don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all play meets it, beats it, but we play defender wins and you have defended. Oh, oh Ah! shit. Nice. Let's fucking go. Rad just busts some <laughs> glitter in there. Takes away his disadvantage. <laughs> go ahead and give me the damage for the arrow. Okay. That's just five points of damage. Oh. It's still bloody. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he didn't pay any attention to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just got it in the you got, Yeah, you like got it in between his toes. <laughs> so that was your action. You still have your bonus action and movement. I'm pretty comfortable where I am currently. <laughs> Nice and uh, I might go a little higher. You're gonna move out of the illusion? You don't have like maybe an instant speed spell? Sorry, I met a game when I'm bloodied. Uh, <laughs> I do have an instant speed spell, but no, I'm pretty comfortable. I'm gonna stay where I am. I'm liking, I'm liking this 15 foot height, just sitting in a tree, chilling. So after a rat, we move on to the T Rex. Uh-huh. Which has, of course, lost sight of me because I'm standing still and their vision is based off of movement. The bite comes swooping in. It's for a 14. I believe you said that was your AC. Oh, yeah. but it's Defender. Oh. You don't get hit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. He comes in to swoop and you just go prone real quick as the bite chomps over <laughs> you. And then you just move, push up to stand back up quickly and look at it with wide eyes. And it's now your turn. Some call him Macaroni. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I'm going to do another Earth Trimmer, this time at level one. Uh, Go ahead and make me a dex throw again. Mm, This one's a 16. Damn it! I wasted my (laughs) boots! Oh, no. If you had just stood your ground, not cast Fireball, and had kept your hand on the crystal, you would have been gone by now. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I made a bad choice, guys. You can kill it. (laughs) (laughs) Finish it, Colin. (laughs) I am going to... Oh, I gave my potion to the jackass that left! (laughs) I can't even get my potion! Look, you should have used his potion! Oh, man! (laughs) I understand the choice that I made. I abandoned my boy. I thought you all were were hot on my heels. The last thing I yelled was, we need to get out of here. So uh, that's my defense. I run. (laughs) That's the only thing I can do. It's reaction, though. (laughs) What am I supposed to do? Just just stand there? You just hear a roadie take off through the woods. (laughs) (laughs) He already used his actions. There's no reason to stand there either. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, can I use another bonus action to get disadvantage on stealth? I mean, that won't help your runaway. Well, I- I'm running through trees, though, right? Like, I'm just trying to ha- make it lose sight of If you me. leave its reach, the first thing's going to happen is an opportunity. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. So I guess we'll do that first. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> this is a 16. No! Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, 16 to save and a 16 to hit. Can I ask, do you have more than 11 HP? I have 15. Not going to happen. You're, you're down to zero. So he bites and chops with no one else to intimidate in the area. And you are now... I got a DM, guys. I can't do it. Got a DM? <laughs> um, you, yeah. he, no one else to intimidate in the area because somebody else is hiding. He just holds you in his mouth and you are restrained and grappled because you can't, you're unconscious and you can't do anything to get out of it. Is it my it's, turn? Um, it is now your turn, Rad. So it's not like under me or anything. No, you're probably like at its chest. Yeah, mouth, mouth range. Damn. Can I, how far away, like, are we talking? Can I leap out at this thing? You're 20 feet away, so. 20 feet away? I can't leap that far. I don't think you can standing leap that far. We are Fuck. wizards. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to get a Roni out of this dude's mouth. If you so. can get him out of the mouth, run forward and use your free action to feed him a potion, that could, that could do it. I'm going to form this giant chromatic orb. Instead of four inches, it looks like it's five inches. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's not cold outside. And yeah. five inches is a lot, right? Five guys? inches is a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that, isn't that yeah, a lot? For sure. We yeah. all agree. Yeah, we all agree five inches is a lot. That's like more than enough. Yeah, I think, yeah. Plenty. As long, really? Yeah, five inches long doesn't really matter how big it, how, like, thick it is. No, 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 no. Yeah. And it could be too much, actually. Right. Yeah. 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 This lightning starts to pulse from this orb in my hand as I just cast it down through this minor image and straight at the chest of this giant T-Rex monster for 5d8. If I hit, I hope I hit. 17 on the hit as I blast this thing in the chest with lightning energy from a chromatic orb. 17 is a hit, so go ahead and give me that 5d8 damage. 26 points of damage coming in hard with a lightning blast. I'm going to treat it as if it was a concentration spell on his bite. So 27 okay. damage would be half at 13 rounded down. So he has to do a con save of 13. It's a 13 defender wins. He Whoa, he no way. Him. He's the defender. Yeah, he's you the defender. In the oh, mouth, shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever else you say about Aroni, he's a snack. <laughs> you know, it really, it all started when you revealed yourself as a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> You're still in that minor illusion, right? I am behind it, yeah. Uh, he does not see you. Wow, he's dumb. <laughs> it's a T-Rex. His intelligence is a two with a negative four. The Tyrannosaurus Rex. If you suffer any damage while you're at zero hit points, you lose one death saving throw. If it's a critical hit, then you lose two. So you do take one failing death saving throw. Okay. That's the T-Rex's turd is just chewing on its food. But then we do come to your turn, Aroni, which I will need a death saving throw from you, and this will be fail or come on, success. Nat 20, baby, okay. Nat 20. Let's see it. Let's see it. That's a, that's that's a fail. A, that's, that's a three. three. So that is a two on the failure, which oh, will God. be the T-Rex's turn unless Rad can save you. Oh, my God. That's a lot of pressure. You do have the potential to kill it. I do. Yeah. Well, I was thinking oh, man, I, should I might hit it again. Do you think a first level chromatic orb could get it? <laughs> A boy, maybe like a crit. Uh, you know, like I don't have to go all out, right? 
Oh my god. <laughs> I can save my spell slots for later, right? <laughs> All of my friends suck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna just run forward off the branch that I'm standing on, leap out with a chromatic orb coming in with another lightning shock, and I'm throwing it directly into this thing. Michael nice. Jordan slam dunk. Yeah. Nat one. Big old, big old crazy time. Oh. And it's it's gonna be now. We can only hope. Almost a crit with a 19 natural. And I come in with five D8 once mo. 30 points of damage as I blast a lightning shock into this T-Rex. So this lightning makes contact with the Tyrannosaurus Rex and it flops in the air and falls to its side, mouth going loose as Aroni flops out of the mouth, limp and unconscious. Uh, covered in saliva. <laughs> so you got an unconscious Aroni being your puppet in your hand as you place his hands on top of each other. And you hold him there for long enough and then you start to feel that vibration around his body and he disappears out of your hands. Oh my god. Oh, I'm glad that worked. Okay. I just flick a shadow blade into my hand and I start looting this body of Tyrannosaurus <laughs> meat. And I'm gonna I'm gonna saw I'm gonna butcher just all this meat off of this all right, Tyrannosaurus. Give me a survival rat. check. Yeah. That's just a four. All right. So, yeah, you try to get some decent meat from this thing, but it's just like a bloody mess for you. Um, I will say that you are able to cut like a fang off and you have the tooth. Hell yeah. Nice. Got a fang. So I just take a look around at everything. And I'm just like. Ah. And I look for that little feathery dude. Give me a perception check. That's a 12 on perception. Okay. So you look up into the trees and you see it like 100 feet in the air in like a really large tree. And it like looks down at you and you hear from the distance. And I'm like, hell yeah. And I give it a thumbs up. And then I put my hand on the crystal <laughs> and I head back. <laughs> All right. And so you put your hand on the crystal, hold it there long enough. And a vibration uh, aura happens around you and you move out of existence. Alabaster, you appear in the portal room, and the portal is not active. You look to the archway, and you see Chisholm Rism and Elio and Dara all looking at you. And I've got these just weird, like, tears from the beast's bite, you know, in my clothes, but I've, I'm healed, but the shock is still on my face. I've got the shadow blade still burning in my left hand. Did they... Did they come through? Uh, Elio starts to step forward to you and says, oh, would you look at that? It actually worked. And he starts to walk towards you and reaching out his hands as if to take your gauntlet. No, no. And I like, <laughs> I bring the gauntlet back to my chest and I say no. And, and I put out the shadow blade like, you don't, you don't understand. You don't understand what it's <laughs> out there. Was I'm it, not giving this. Chisholm Rism then steps forward and says, was it really that bad? Where are they? Did they come through? I don't know. Did, did Are they supposed to be here? Because if they are, they're not here yet. Oh, no. Oh, no. What have I done? What happened? Take me back. Uh, I We got to help them. We got to get more of these gauntlets. Well, I can't pinpoint the coordinates of where they are. You can't go back. Oh. Oh, fuck. Um. Uh, 
And then all of a sudden, you see Aroni appear prone and unconscious. <laughs> ah! 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 Help him! Oh, and I like rush over and I'll use my uh, potion <laughs> to uh, to help him up. You grab hold of his cheek, like his face, like yeah. un- beneath the jaw, and you like squeeze to make the jaw like open. Blood comes out. <laughs> and a little bit of blood <laughs> kind of comes to the side. Do I need to roll? You start to pour the greater healing potion into he his mouth. He bleeds a lot for a vampire. And then you can uh, roll your forty-four plus four. So that was oh five and five, so ten fourteen. Fourteen HP, and you gasp a huge intake of air, Roni, and you wake up and your eyes flutter open. Oh, Roni, are you you there? So Aroni looks up, you know, everything's starting to slowly come back to him. So he's confused at first, and then his eyes start focusing on Alabaster. He goes, you left me. I can't. Yeah, I mean, shit was going down. Um, And, you know, uh, Alabaster's looking around, and the job was to get in there and, and, and collect evidence and get out. I mean, that was, I thought that's what we were all doing. Do I have my proficiency bonus to punch? Um, Unless you're proficient in unarmed strikes, then oh, no. Oh, okay. Uh, so, no. I So, with a 19, I try to punch you in the face. Does that beat your AC, Andrew? Oh, yeah. 19 for sure does. Yeah, what is that, a D4? It's just one plus your strength modifier. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, you take two points of damage. Oh. <laughs> and then Aroni, Aroni oh. gets up, and he, he draws his sword and lets it fall to the ground, takes off his shield and lets it fall to the ground, and rolls up his leather sleeves just a bit, and it's oh. like, "Oh my God, you left me in my time of need." Look, uh, that thing was taking us out. I had no other choice. What was the thing? Um, <laughs> we. Did you get any information? Did you draw it? Can uh, you draw it? I can. Yeah, give me some paper parchment. <laughs> it was. Some type Dara. of <laughs> or Dara. giant, and then sorry. as I, <laughs> I know we're friends. I just mispronounced your name. I'm, I'm so sorry. I say it was some type of giant, and then I punch him again <laughs> with a nine. I guess that doesn't hit. I uh, yeah, I dodge that one as I'm like rushing over to Chisholm. Like yeah, let me let me <laughs> draw and, it for you. Yeah, um, Aroni's just like calmly following you and keeps trying to get to you to punch look, you. Look, I don't want to fight you. Um, I understand you're mad. Um, yeah. He's probably still very hurt. Nothing yeah. I can say to uh, uh, repair that. Hey, Dara, can you help me out here? Chisholm Rizum starts to like pull from his pouch on his side, and he pulls like a small little crinkly piece of parchment and hands it to you, and then he hands you like a quill with like a small little vial of ink. Says, "This is my travel documentation process, so you can use this." Can I roll a performance to see how well I draw the T Rex? Yeah, we'll do performance. If you use friendship, you get an advantage on I, Okay, I have a plus zero, so I wasn't going for drawing a really good T-Rex, but I did roll a natural 17. All right. So, uh, yeah, you start to draw the T-Rex, and as you're like- some of the shading in. And as you're, like, finishing the drawing and dodging Aroni's punches, <laughs> all of a sudden behind you, you see Rad appear. I flick a T-Rex tooth in the air, and I grasp it and just kind of pocket it into my pouch, and I'm just like, Lucas! Lucas! Where are you? Yes, Commander A. Where's my drink? I'm sorry, sir. A. I did not find the baguette, A. So I quit the errand, A. You quit both errands? Yes, A. God, he's so nice about it, though. (laughs) He's so polite. (laughs) I can't can't be be mad. mad. (laughs) Uh, Rad, 
Will you help me punch Alabaster? Oh, absolutely. And I run over and I grab Aroni's arm and I start to like motion it towards Alabaster's <laughs> face. Do you do an illusion Ar- of a punch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Aroni is hurt enough that he's just like, he's just like, yeah, this makes sense to me. Uh, so Chisholm Rizum takes the drawing from you and looks at it. We'll say it's like uh, a blob, like a oval that's kind of kidney bean shaped. And uh, there's a, like a uh, stick figure tail coming off of it. I don't know if you heard, but I rolled a 17. Yeah, but yeah, but this is what you got on a crumbly piece of paper and a lo- little <laughs> bit of ache. <laughs> and then I draw a stick figure of a person to scale like, yes. how big it was. Yes, and he says, would you look at that? That's like a large alligator thing. And these are the teeth. And I like open my shirt where like the wound, <laughs> yeah. you know, healed. The circle and, scar. Like, that's how big. Did you have... What was that you just flipped into your pocket? Oh, yeah, I got a tooth off of one of those things. Yes, for scale, look. Alabaster got hip-checked into that thing's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That's not funny. (laughs) The tooth itself is like dagger length. Uh, So Chisholm Rizm looks at it and says, Ooh, let me see, let me see. Yeah, here you go. It was really cool. The thing was dope. I wanted to hang out a little longer, but I couldn't. My friends left, so I just kind of came back, too. We found um, a specimen, a tree. Uh, the, the terrain was jungle-like. Didn't seem like there was any life force. And there was two suns and a moon and a planet very nearby. Um, what? What? No life force, you said? Oh, yeah. We could cast spells at yeah, ease. Didn't we didn't have to us. drain our life at all. Very yeah. interesting. Very interesting. And I, I got this. And, like, imagining still, like, me dodging, <laughs> like, more punches. <laughs> and I unravel the small sack that I put the tree bark in. And I maybe use, like, some tools to pull it out. This is a bark off of a tree, the specimen I was talking he about. He goes to grab it barehanded. I just let him, yeah. Okay, so yeah, he just grabs hold of it and goes... Wow, blue, blue bark. I don't think I've ever seen a tree like that. He goes to put it in his mouth. Uh, <laughs> sir, um, master, I don't know if perhaps we should wait till we have the proper tools. He pauses. I guess that makes sense, yeah. And inside it was a strange um, bright green, almost like a sap or syrup inside. Interesting. Almost, or even like a, a blood, I suppose. I, I'm not sure. Interesting. That's like the trees in Lithensis. Hmm. Uh, would I know about that? You can give me a history check. Sure. Or actually make it straight up a nature check. Aroni's going to interrupt and just walk in the middle and say, I'm going to go to sleep. Go to And s- walks out. <laughs> go to sleep? Uh, you, you don't want to do another one? I'm ready. We should no. maybe wait till the morning. We, our friend was very hurt. Strong okay. words. I also was very hurt. It would be good to. Yeah, they were okay. very Okay. If you say so, we'll go to your rooms, get some rest, and we'll uh, convene in the morning. Well, I did want to say, yeah, I'm not familiar with those trees, but if you have any more information in case we go back to that place, do you happen to know anything about it? or? Well, uh, where did you go? Uh, like I said, it was a jungle-like terrain, uh, brown and green on the portal before we stepped through. Okay, that sounds like you may have gone to Dwarla, the uh, the evolution plane. I I would suspect that's where we were. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's the place where uh, most beasts that we don't know in Asus uh, that can't survive here, they live there. Oh yeah, there was another... It was almost like a panther-sized, but it had a pine cone on the end of its tail. A pine cone? Yeah, I'll draw that one out and get it to you in the morning. Wasn't it like squirrel-sized? 
No, it was like it was dog, dog size, oh, okay. but the tail of it was the same length of its body. Gotcha. But it was fascinating seeing this new world. Um, you're saying there's other ones that we could go to, though? Ah, uh, yes. Other than Asus, there's six other ones than that one. Do you mind if, do you have a book on this that I could maybe study before I I do. The, uh, this academy here had a uh, book for this specific school. I'll get you one of those. Yeah, that would be nice. Maybe we shouldn't have just ran through the portal, but okay, got it. Yeah, <laughs> let's do that. Do some research. Thank you. You're welcome. Dara, will you grab that book for us? <laughs> <laughs> she stomps off in that anime anger. <laughs> <laughs> kind of in a daze, Alabaster's just going to meander back to his, and he's like, can't believe he's stabbed into this thing. And yeah, he's just like awestruck. Yeah, and I walk up to Alabaster, and I'm just like, hey, think fast. And I blast glitter in his face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to spit it out, but realizing it's illusory is like, get the hell away from me. Nice. (laughs) All right. So the three of you find your rooms, take a long rest. Before we fall asleep, I'm going to go and on to uh, Aroni's room door. So yeah, you knock on Aroni's door and... He wakes up groggily and says, "It's like who? Who is it?" Mm. Housekeeping. <laughs> I cast friends. <laughs> <laughs> I have to see them. Yeah, I guess should I roll to see if I know it's him? Uh, yeah, you can give me a uh, insight check with a DC of five because you know his okay, voice. Okay, so yeah, eighteen. <laughs> yeah, uh, get the fuck away from my room, Alabaster. Uh, I, I'm just a maid who's here to clean up. What do you want? Look, I just want to say things got hairy and I dipped real quick. And uh, I just want to say in the morning, I'll make sure that doesn't happen again. I don't trust you, but it sounds like you will have a chance to prove your worth yet again. I will try to make sure that my life is not once again in your hands. Alabaster's just not going to answer and go back to his room. All right, so the next morning, everyone wakes up at regu- at random intervals, and you head into the common area. And once you're in the common area, you notice that there, like, as you come in, that there's basically, like, a hotel uh, continental breakfast just waiting for you on the table. So you, like, nibble here and there as you just kind of wake up all groggy, maybe drink some coffee or some spotted tea, something Half to... Uh, muffin. Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. So eventually, as y'all are kind of just hanging out, Groggly waking up and not really communicating much. Chismrism walks in and says, All right, are you uh, ready to go again? Let's do it. I suppose. Yes, uh, I think we're prepared. Well, uh, Elio has left for the day. Uh, He might be back later, but he will. We don't really need him at this point because it proves that the gloves are working. Where'd he go? Uh, He had to go handle some of the stuff that's going on with the beam carriage. The rhino thing? Uh, No, the, uh, the transport. Gotcha. Um, we had to use two of those healing potions. You didn't happen to have more of those, even if they're not at that, uh, power. Well, I can go check. Give me a moment. Okay. I didn't cast friends, guys. It's okay. We don't only have a minute. Yes, that's not the only reason you shouldn't cast that. I'm crouched over Lucas, like, just a nail. Just a nail. That's all I want. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Commander A. (laughs) And you see him walk over to, like, the kitchen area. 
And like he pulls like one of the cabinets underneath. There's like a small keg that's rotten mm -hmm. and like the wood is all got holes in it and everything. But there's like a tap at the end at the top. He grabs a glass and he hits the top of the tap and nothing comes out. And he walks back over to you and says, here you go, Commander A. And I grab it with a big smile and I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, Lucas, is there a Commander B? What's a Commander B, A? <laughs> Uh, Chisholm walks back in and uh, he says, well, I only found two. And he shows you two very small vials. Oh, are they uh, greater again? They are not. Uh, <laughs> they're greatest? They are lesser healing potions. Yeah. So nice. it'll be 1d4 plus one. Okay. I'll keep looking around if I can find more while you're through. Yeah, It yeah. could be another spell. A wand of healing or something. I don't know, guys. I'm feeling really good about this next Shut portal. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> there, there is a closet on the hallway near your dormitories, there are a bunch of wondrous items in there, but we try to go in, and it's a little dangerous. Okay, let's explore one dangerous thing at a time. <sighs> that sounds really foreboding. I don't know. I feel like you can do it. I mean, Dara yeah. found it, and I had to rush some medics in to save her. Yeah, no, we're not oh. doing that. <laughs> All right, are we ready? Do you want me to go hit the button? Let's get the button. Ready to rock. Yes. Let's do it. The three of you are now standing in front of the chaos <laughs> portal. Shall I roll? Uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead and give me a D8 roll. Seven. <gasps> the portal turns on, and in front of you is a swirling of dark gray and lush red. You step through the portal. You find yourself in time and space surrounded by these gray and red colors. There is no ground beneath you, yet you continue to walk on thin air. Eventually, the colors fade away, and you feel the air and wind come to a complete still. You are standing in the middle of a stone hallway. Down both sides, you see it comes to a left and a right. The hallway is, a, is 10 foot wide, 15 feet high, with a stone floor and ceiling. Awesome. Aroni's skin starts to burn. <laughs> <laughs> you are such an ass. Does anyone else experience uh, a burning sensation uh, every time we step out of these portals? Oh, I don't know. I guess that's a... Uh... A portal thing, maybe. I don't know. Is it super dark? There are torches, and there's kind of like a red hue to the entire area. Is there a ceiling? There is a stone ceiling, stone walls, and stone stone floor. But you are in the middle of a long hallway that uh, leads to both a left and a right on both sides. I'm going to go ahead and pop up as a cantrip dancing lights for kind of globulars. Just pop up, and they're going to hover in the air. And it's going to last, oh, it only lasts a minute, I guess. And then I'll just turn it back on afterwards. So I will uh, take out my shield and do something similar and cast light on it. Alabaster, mm -hmm. can you scout ahead with those lights? And I'll take the lead while we're walking. Yeah, I can even stealth ahead if you guys want. It's up to you. Yeah, sure. I'll go Do ahead. as you wish. Is it continuing forward for us? Like, did we appear and we're heading this way? No, He's... not necessarily. Uh, you Each way, y'all kind of appeared looking in any direction. Oh, okay. So you're just in the middle of a hallway with no real discernible direction to go. All right. I'm going to head toward what to us out of game is the eastern wall. Okay. And stealth with the, the lights around. Nice. That's a 21 stealth. Okay. So nice. you're stealthing forward and you get to that hallway, that corner of this hallway and you look to your left and right about 10 to 15 feet to your left it kind of comes to another left or right at the end 
And to your uh, right, which would be the south direction, there's only a left turn that's about 30 feet away. I'm going to give like an all clear back to the guys. Okay. And I'm going to continue south. So what do you think? Should we split up? No. No. No, I do not think so. There's three options. That's true, but it seems as though, judging from our book, that we are in the Exodus realm. Mm -hmm. And being in Exodus, it says it is a labyrinthine realm. I imagine that if we split up, we will not see each other again. Not in this realm, anyway. I gotta agree with Aroni. Okay, so what's it gonna be? We can go left, we can go right, we can go left, I'm left. thinking we take the path that only has one uh, divergence, the left turn back here, and I'm pointing south. I can stealth ahead again. Cool, let's do it. And I start making my way that way. I, well, I, I'm gonna stealth. Yeah, and I stealth as well. Oh, all right. As we make a turn, I touch the walls and cast light, which is a cantrip, on the walls to, like, indicate where we've come from. Yeah. So You can only like, have one light out at a time. Yeah, it's concentration. Okay. Uh, it's not concentration, but you can only have one out at a time. Oh. Okay. Then, I mean, can I say I have, like, something like char- charcoal or something? Or, sure. Yeah, or I chalk or something like that. So, yeah, I'll just use chalk then and mark on the walls where we've been. Okay. You move south and get to that left turn. Mm-hmm. You look down to see a hallway that goes about 30 feet and also is only a left turn at the end. Another left. And I'll keep going to the next corner. All right, so you move forward and you get to the next corner and you look to the left and you see a dead end. How's it look? Dead end. Let's go back. All right. There's not. A, there's nothing down there. I mean, it's just stone. I mean, so you can go down me, there. Would you, you like me to give me a, would anyone like to give me a perception check down the hallway? Sure. Yeah. Take another glance. 15. 24. Nice. Wow. Both of you actually see this. At the very end of the hallway, centered on the far wall, is a small little black dot. Oh, sick. What is that? I don't know. Alabaster, go push it. I was, like, already heading back. But, um, oh, let me see what I can do. You can use your your regular hands. Yes. You have They can't be shackled. (laughs) Ah, So you're walking down there? Yeah, but I'm going to... Again, stealth and be cautious. And I'm going to have my like hand on my gun as I continue forward. Smart. Nice. 21 again. And as I get closer, I'm going to... I'm going to cast Detect Magic. And do I lose HP? You do not. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to cast Detect Magic, which is a 30-foot sphere around me. Okay. Lasts for 10 minutes. Uh, as you cast Detect Magic around you... You do not sense any magic in this area. And can I do an investigation on the dot? Sure. Uh, would you like to step forward near it? Keeping at least five feet away, um, I'm going to do an investigation on the area as a whole. Okay. All right. Give me an investigation check. Uh, 14. All right. So with that 14, uh, looking around the area, nothing really stands out at the end of this dead end except for that black little circle area. So I'm not seeing any traps or anything. Um, so you look at the black circle little thing, and it has like... It convexes out towards you, mm-hmm. uh, and there seems to be little dots on it. I'm going to do another investigation on the orb itself. Okay. Is it like divoted like a golf ball, or are they just uh, like okay, holes? Yeah, it kind of looks divoted like a golf ball, it looks like, from this distance for him. Okay. All right, so that's an unnatural 20. 
you can't really discern anything else about it from this distance other than that it has some sort of divots or holes or something all over it. Okay. But with that, you look down and you notice that the two five-foot square stone tiles at the end of the dead end do seem to have like a little maybe half-inch height higher than the floor you're actually on. What you got, Al? Not quite sure. Thinking could be a trap, could be a way that leads to another place. Did you touch it yet? No, not yet. Oh, well, let us know when you do. (laughs) What's that black dot look like? It's just got small pox of white. Uh, is that right? No, they're or... still black. They're just like either holes or divots like a golf ball. Can't really, you can't really tell from 10 feet away. How well, many? Same color, they just have depth. Oh, okay. Yeah. How many are there? Several, a lot. Okay. So it's not something where like, oh, I know I can put this key in this part or whatever. It's just no. looks sporous almost. Okay. I'm going to take my rapier out and I'm going to step off of the five feet of stone Okay, you haven't stepped on it yet. Do you want to step on it? No. Okay. Now I'm going to reach my rapier out and touch the black spot. Okay. So, yeah, you reach your rapier out and you poke at it, and it uh, it's just metal clinking against metal at that point. It doesn't push like a button or anything. Okay. Um, touched it with the rapier. It did nothing. Um, but these these panels here in front of me, I'm not I'm not really confident about them. Does it seem like a trap? Like with the... Have you ever seen a trap before in your life? Has Alabaster ever seen a trap? It's possible as an investigator. At this point, I'm like, is does Andrew think it's a trap or does <laughs> Alabaster think it's a trap? That's kind of your role-playing se- decision. Yeah, it all seems sus, but uh, what he's going to do, he's going to take just a book he doesn't care about out of his bag, and he's going to toss the book onto the panels in front of him. Okay. So as you toss the book onto the panels in front of you, they do indeed sink in. As they sink in, you see a green gas get shot out rapidly from that black little dot as if it was a vent of some sort. <sighs> and uh, give me a constitution save, please. Gas, gas hole. Gas <sighs> Freaking gas hole. An eight. Y'all watch as Alabaster falls to the ground and snores. And as he's asleep in this green gas that is covering about... 25 feet of this 30 foot long hallway, you see the walls slowly start to cave in. Oh, or not cave God. in, but push in. All right, stay here. <gasps> and run in as fast as I can and grab him and try to pull him out. All right, uh, so we will take initiatives here and we'll say you're going first. Uh, so, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so you're going first and then you'll be next, Rad, <laughs> if you would like to make That's any so actions. Fun. You rush forward, trying to hold your breath. Give me a constitution save. Not with advantage. I'm just going to give you a lower DC because you're holding advantage. Oh, okay. Oh, no. (laughs) Is that a nat one? That is a nat one. All right. So you run in, and as soon as the gas, like, hits your face, you still can just smell it even though you're not breathing, and it's so rough. And so you just, like... It shocks you, and you take a huge gasp of air, and you fall prone right next to Alabaster, like sliding in like like in a baseball slide. It is now your turn, Rad. I don't have anything I can do to try to help that I know is helpful, so I just reach into my pack, and I pull out my grappling hook, and I just throw it and try to hook one of you. (laughs) You're going fishing, bro. (laughs) 
Give me this uh, dexterity ranged attack, and I'm going to say you're probably not proficient, so just a dex check. Definitely not proficient. Yeah, first one's a seven. How many right. tries do you think he has before we're crushed? We'll get to it. Um, so, yeah, the, the rolls are slowly uh, crushing in. The walls are, like, touching them now, but not pushing them yet. Shit. All right. I just freak out, rip a piece of my tunic off, wrap it around my face, and I just press into this thing to try to grab one of them. And I will put their hand over their own <laughs> crystal. <laughs> And then I'll grab the other one and try to yank him out. Okay. So which one are you doing what to? Okay. Oh, sorry. I'm not the DM. <laughs> yeah. So which, yeah, which one are you doing? The hand on the palm. Yeah. I'll put the hand on the palm of Aroni and then I'll try to grab Alabaster and try to just start yanking him out into the hallway. Okay. You step forward and it does take 10 feet of movement to get through the gas to get to him. Go ahead and give me a constitution save. Yep. Coming up. What if you all die right here? Could be. 14. Well, I'm not probably going to die. I got a con of 14. What's funny about this is I believe you're an elf and you can't be put to sleep. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. So you that walk, is cool. So you walk into the gas and you realize this isn't affecting me at all. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Fallen. All right. I grab. How much time do I have? Because they're like. um. So we can do one round and we can find out. I mean, it's up to you. Like right, that right now. Let's do a round and find out. Right now, it's at like we'll say there's a seven foot gap in the hallway. Okay, well that's plenty then. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna run in. Seven feet is perfectly fine. I run in, I grab Alabaster, I start yanking him out into the hallway, and then uh, I go back for Aroni. First, go ahead and give me an athletics check for pulling him. That's a natural twenty. All right, so you pull Alabaster out, and then you rush back in to grab hold of Aroni, and it is now five feet wide. So go ahead and give me the nice. athletics check. Eleven. Uh, so it's a struggle, and you get like. You get him out just as the wall closes in, ah, come on. completely closing off that hallway. <laughs> wow. Oh, you guys are going to kill me. So you sit there for a moment, and they are still asleep. Uh, so you take one of them, and you take him by the collar and kind of shake him a little bit. And we'll, we'll say that was Alabaster, and you wake up. Whoa. And I, like, see that the corridor is closed and, like, the fuck? Hey. Oh, man, this is happening too many times. Yeah, you're dead. Really? Yeah, I'm taking you to the afterlife. <laughs> You're an ugly psychobump. <laughs> and then you grab hold of Arodi and shake him as well. Come on, get up. And I'm like slapping his face. We're on the river sticks, pal. Well, um, did I save him? Not even close, man. Well, then thank you. I assume you saved the both of us. Of course I did. This That's what I'm here be, for. This seems to be our tactic here. Like, I get into trouble. You try to save me. You get into trouble. Then There does seem to be a pattern. Let's try the next hall. <laughs> you know what's funny is that I was going to turn right back around after seeing a dead end, but you two bozos said go touch the black orb. One bozo said that. You both said it. <laughs> I was curious if you were willing to follow command and actually put yourself in danger for the team. Did I prove myself then? Not yet, no. Come on, let's go. Yes, let's do it. How about this guy goes first? Yeah, I'm down with that. Follow me. All right. So you walk back to the direction from where you came, and uh, you get back to that first T in the where you made the mark on the wall with charcoal. Ah, oh, smart. Should you put a little DE for dead end? That's a good idea. Yes. And so, yeah, I do that. I put DE beside the arrow. Okay. I go ahead and head down the hallway to that fork. Go and peek around. So, Rad, you get to the end of the hallway and look to your left and right, uh, that which is the 
I know this is very confusing for you listeners as it's a labyrinth, but uh, they're still on the one half end of where they started. The eastern half. Yeah. So, Rad, you look to your left and right, and it looks it appears to be dead ends on this T section uh, where it ends about 15 feet on one side and 20 feet on the other. Nice. And I perceive. Very you good. give a perception of 16. All right. I'm actually going to need you to turn that roll into an investigation. Uh, even better, 18. 18. All right. So as you look around, on the right side of the hallway, there appear to be little, very small holes on all along the sides of the far wall from the corner you're looking at. And then on the left side, when you look to the left dead end, there is nothing on the walls or anything that you can see. Don't like that vibe. I'm going to turn around and head back. <laughs> all right. So um, I've got an idea. I believe that we should take this rope here, and whoever goes first, we should tie it around their waist. If something happens, like what happened to Alabaster, we can just pull them back. Well, if something happens like that to Alabaster, I can just pick you up and bring you back. True, but next time it might be like a spear or some dots. Or I might saw you in half. Oh, We'd at yeah. least get one half back. Yes. I could hook that with a grappling hook. Yeah, lots of open, like, surface area. I don't know. Down that way, looks like there's just a bunch of more holes in the wall. Doesn't Sounds feel like more right. traps, so let's maybe try the other end. Didn't pass the vibe check. Let's head back the other way. All right, so y'all head to the west side of the maze so far. Yep, and I write another DE above the arrow going down that hallway. So whenever you get to this west side of the labyrinth, you see on your left and right, we'll start with the right side. It comes to a T, so you can go to the left or right at the end of that one. Or, and then to your left, it goes to the right. I go left. All right, okay, I'll go so right. Why don't we just go with the original plan? Why don't we just all split up? All right. Sounds good to me. It doesn't look like, I mean. There's been the no other, beings. Yes, the other way, we're both dead ends. We wouldn't have gotten lost going that way. So just don't go too far and we can meet back up. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds fine. So who's taking the south side that has one turn? I'll take the south side that has one turn. I'll take the right, and I'll take the left. Okay. My axe. <laughs> All right, so if we are splitting up, we'll start with Aroni. Okay. You look down the left side, and the hallway goes down for about 20 or 30 feet and then takes a left. Okay. I would like to do an investigation check going down the hallway okay. or a perception, whatever it sure. used to be. We'll do investigation. That is actually perception oh. i'm sorry oh okay well that's not as good uh that's an eight then all right with the eight nothing seems to stand out to you in the area yeah it okay. looks fine yeah so i just i still cautiously we, we walk have down rope. the hallway we have rope though yeah connected. okay yeah we'll have we'll have rope connected between us uh, both tied around both of our ways we all are having rope and yeah, walking sure. around yeah. how long is the rope 50 feet probably yeah. like a thousand or something it's, it's 50 it's 50 <laughs> <laughs> all right so aroni you make your way down that hallway and now that he's making that move, I'm going to switch over to Alabaster. Alabaster, you look down the right side. Give me a perception check. Uh, 13. All right. So you look down that side and you notice that your side has a left and a right at the end of a 15 foot hallway. All right. I'm going to get to the end of that hallway and I'm going to look to the right first. So you look down to the right side, and on the right side, 
you see just a stone dead end and stone flooring. Give me a perception check. Nice, 19. Okay, so the 10 by 10 square at the end of the dead end for a second, like literally a brief second, there's almost seems to be like a shift in the matrix as that 10 by 10 foot uh. area seems to like vibrate and kind of go blue and green and then go back to its normal looking self as if it was an illusion. Can I roll an intelligence check or an investigation? Can you give me an arcana. Check? arcana. That's going to be 16. From this distance and kind of perceiving that whole thing and thinking about it, it does appear that that floor is some sort of illusion. In order to like play with it more, you'll obviously have to get closer to it. The only way you'll be able to investigate it further is actually is like touching it. Now I'm gonna clock it and head to the left. Okay. Uh, so you look to the left, and about 25 feet away, there's a left turn. All right. I'm gonna slowly head down that hall and to the corner and kind of peer around and look and see what's going on down Stop. there. That's the end of our rope. Oh, you got stuck at the rope. You can't <laughs> go any farther. <laughs> So as you stop there, you realize that there is a tug on your rope, and uh, the both of you now can't move further. Um, I will I will untie the rope, and I will point toward Eroni and say, send a message and say, I'm untying the rope, but I will leave it here in this hall, or leave it as a trail to come back to you. Okay, well, I suppose I'll just untie mine as well, then, if we're doing that. And you both leave the rope in yeah. the middle of the floor. <laughs> No, definitely leave it tied onto you, just in case. Why? Because you're the one with the rope. Is this still a message? He yeah. can keep sending it. He's yeah. got a. It's a count um, So you so can respond to this. And instead of yelling, we're just we're gonna stop here for a moment, and we'll go to Rad. But you have not untied yourself yet. Okay. You're discussing. Okay. You're discussing the untie as we right. move to Rad's turn. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Rad, you have moved to the south away from the two of them, and you make your way to the end of that where there's only a right turn, and you look down and there is about a 50-foot hallway that ends with a left turn. Can I investigate this hallway? Sure, give me an investigation check. Well, nope, it's gonna be a perception because you don't know what you're looking for. That is a 12. All right, with the 12, uh, nothing seems to pop out to you along this long stretch of hallway. Cool, let's start cruising. You move 50 feet down and get to the end without any qualm whatsoever. Nice. And as you get to that left turn and you start to peek, uh, give me a perception check. 13. 13. All right, is there any other check you would like to give me? Yeah, I'll take an investigation. Okay. Just to kind of look around. All right, go ahead and give me the investigation check with that perception. That's just a nine for right. investigation. So yeah, you step to the corner and you look slowly and look around you don't see anything so you step further in the hallway to get like a better angle all the way down the the next hallway mm -hmm. and as you do you realize there's this giant bull looking thing with a great axe in its hand mm -hmm. and it stares you right into the eyes and starts to rush forward everyone give me initiative alright first up is Rad yeah as this giant bull man is running at me with a great axe as he steps closer my body just starts to quake and blur as i cast blur on myself all right for your action you'll be casting blur is there any movement you'd like to make or bonus actions yeah with blur 
that's happening, I'm going to turn and tuck and hightail it back the way I came towards my companions. All right, so you uh, rush back with your movement speed, and I believe you still have your bonus action if there's anything. I am good for now. Okay. After Rat, we then move on to Alabaster, who is still arguing about the rope. You didn't yell for help? Nope. All right. Um... Yeah. I can't do everything. We're just in the middle of our conversation <laughs> still. Yeah. And I say, we'll leave it tied to you at least, you know, just in case, because it can't be tied to both of us. And that will be your turn. <laughs> <laughs> and after Alabaster, we then move on to the Minotaur. So he runs forward, uh, charging very fast and catching up to you and attacks with his gore, his, uh, his bull horns. With disadvantage. With disadvantage. It's going to be a 14. Hey, I reaction with a, with a shield. Ooh, sick burn. Okay, so yeah, with the shield reaction, uh, he misses. He comes in with his blade, and I, like, leap into the air as it swipes under my feet, and I'm just like, yipe! <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and give me perception checks, the two of you. Do they hear my yipe? Yes, I'm hoping for it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Eight. Fifteen. Alabaster, you do hear the yipe coming from Rad farther down the hallway. However, it is Aroni's turn, and Aroni, you didn't hear it because Alabaster was in your head with the message. Yeah. So I, Aroni says back, Are you sure this is a good idea? Should I not just come to where you are, or you come to me? We just continue exploring together? And that will be your turn. <laughs> <laughs> and after Aroni, we then go to the top of the order with Rad. I am going to stay engaged. And as I'm blurred, I clap my hands together and I peel off into more of me. <gasps> so you blur and mirror image. I blur nice. and I mirror image. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so there are now five of you, I believe. And I think if I remember correctly, it just automatically hits one of the mirrors first. I'll read it. You roll a d20 and determine. Yeah, you roll a d20. Three illusory duplicates of myself appear. So okay, there's three, four. not five. Okay. So there's now four of me, and they're all blurred. Okay. So I'll I'll roll to see if it hits one. But I mean, it That's has disadvantage it. already. So yeah. we'll and even see. if it does hit, it has to roll to see if it even hits the real you. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. So let me let me make sure. Are both of these concentration checks? One of them is. Okay. Just the other sure. one is not. All right. Just mm -hmm. making sure. All right. So you know movement to leave his reach. I, I, are you saying I can leave his reach? Well, you casted a spell for your action, so you can still move if you want. Right. Yeah, I'm going to go for it. I'll take an opportunity to attack at disadvantage to try to get back to my other two friends. So the four of us just turn and take off right. All right, so he swipes with his great axe at disadvantage, and that is going to be a 18. Nice. Uh, so you roll for if it hits one of the mirror images. Yeah, and that's an 18. Nice. So it takes out one of my mirror images, and there's three of me, and we take off booking. And I'm just, like, screaming the whole way, just like, <laughs> And so now with that screaming, y'all both hear that Rad is in danger. And we will then move on to Alabaster. Sweet. I'm going to rush around the corner back to the western hallway, and I guess I see three blurred rads booking it toward me. <laughs> yes. I'm going to pull out my pistol into my right hand with the gauntlet on it, right? And I've got that aimed down the hallway. 
With my left hand, though, this arcane energy begins to crackle, and out of my ammunition pouch, six more bullets lift into the air magically and begin to swirl around me, three of them circling diagonally from my left shoulder to my right hip, and then vice versa on the other side, kind of creating this X. Nice. And I'm going to save my bonus action for when I see something turn around that corner. Okay. Um, readying an action is actually readying an action. Ooh. Can I save that really cool description for <laughs> the conditional? Well, I mean, you casted it. Yes. And on that turn, I can shoot one. Okay. Gotcha. So, okay. I mean, if it's on that turn, you can shoot one with the action. I'll let you ready that then. Okay. Perfect. Because It the, was more for the, the spell is, Yeah. So the spell is the action. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'll let you ready that. Cool. And so are you just readying it with the intention that whatever comes around the corner, you'll shoot? Yeah. All right. Because and, all my friends I have seen. And after Alabaster, we then go to the Minotaur. <gasps> Uh, so you see this minotaur rampage into the corner and it like slides on its hooves into the wall. It's just fucking <laughs> raging chasing after Rad. And so that will trigger your ready action. I like mimic pulling the trigger on my firearm and one of the bullets races from out of the air and explodes off of the wall behind it. And in a five foot radius, uh, this meteor, quote-unquote, or ammunition explodes. Nice. And uh, it's going to make a deck saving throw against my save DC, which is 14. 12 plus zero. That's a fail. <laughs> That's awesome. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. Twos and ones. Oh, oh. Damn. Six points of damage total. All right. So the fire embers kind of explode from this. these bullets hitting the wall. And it seems to like affect him, but his like tough Minotaur skin just takes those hits, those those embers pretty well. Now the Minotaur attacks you, Rad, with the Great Axe sure with does. disadvantage, right? It sure does. Oh my God, a twenty and a seventeen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, so twenty three on the attack with oh the Great my Axe. God. Yeah, I pass again. It takes okay. out another one of my clones. <laughs> So with that, we then move forward with Aroni. Okay, Aroni's gonna run around the corner and seeing uh, my friend get chased, I'm going to go back to an oldie but a goodie and use Earth Trimmer. <laughs> so Sick. He's gonna make a dexterity saving throw. That is a three. <laughs> okay, so he falls prone and takes 1d6 of damage, which is four. Nice. Yeah, letting, letting my buddy there get away. What a guy. Uh, can I just untie the rope? Because I feel like that would hinder me. Uh, Give me a dexterity check with that. That's a good call. That's just an eight. All right. So, yeah, you, you're struggling with it. And you can't get it off yet. Yeah. Okay. I'll just try and get next turn. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't get yours off either yet, right? Nope. All right. After Aroni, we then move on to Rad at the top of the order. As I continue to sprint forward, I make a twist. I bend down and slap the ground. And from the ground arises an image of myself. And then I turn and I run back <laughs> no. to you guys. And it has a sound. And the sound is just me screaming. Nice. <laughs> Normally, you can't cast Minor Illusion with an image and a sound. But I'm School of Illusion, so I can. 
Oh, I was nice. just going to say with the sound, I didn't think that was a thing. Yeah, good call. All right, and after Rad, we're then on to Alabaster. Sick. I am not going to shoot because it's now prone. Don't like that disadvantage. So instead, I will cast Tasha's Mind Whip. I'm going to, like, with that arcane energy in my left hand, make a few more motions as uh, kind of this arcane whip goes out from my left hand toward the Minotaur, and it needs to make an intelligent saving throw. Six. Fucking 16 points of damage. Nice. That's the opposite of what you get. And, moreover, on its next turn, it must choose whether it gets a move, an action, or a bonus action. (laughs) It gets only one of the three. Nice. My bonus action will then be to go pow, and two more of the meteors will strike the floor now since it's laying on the floor. Uh, I'm actually going to do a deck save at disadvantage because he's prone. Uh, so that one's going to be a two. Yeah. And the other <laughs> one is going to be a two. All right. All right. So it's 46 more damage. All right. Two ones again, but another six and fives. So nice. 11, 12, 13 more points of damage. You're right. I should have stuck around for the T-Rex. I'm fucking cool. I'm so sorry. Because it's all deck saves and intelligence saves. That guy had no chance. Yeah. Is there anything else on your turn? That ends it. Okay. So after Alabaster, we then move on to the Minotaur, who has only one option or one thing he can do. So he stands up using half of his movement speed and then starts to rush forward as if to like tackle into your minor illusion and he just goes right through it and so he just keeps running. Hell yeah. Uh, So he runs 20 feet towards y'all but that is the end of his movement. Wow, boy's got 40 feet. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And so after the Minotaur, we then go into Aroni. Okay, Aroni's gonna step forward in front and cast Rhymes Binding Ice again. Oh, yeah. So it needs to make a constitution saving throw. 20. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh. Ones, man. Gross. Well, that's a seven. That's Uh, at least a seven. These two are ones. Oh, nine points. No, uh, four points of damage. Ice tries to start building up all around it, and it just kind of like shakes it off real quickly, and uh, it only it does minor damage. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? I believe you still have 15 movement speed. I'll actually split up. I don't want to group up anymore, so I'm going to run down that hallway as far, far as I can, but then turn around and look back. So I'm back in the original hallway that we all spawned in. After Aroni, we then move on to Rad. I make my way down the hallway even farther and I turn and I fire a chromatic orb right at this thing and the chromatic orb will be a level 3 type of damage? I'm going lightning again just straight off the bat lightning emanates off my arms and just into this ball of light in my hand going full Nami that's a 19 to hit 19 is a hit that's 25 damage of lightning damage straight to the neck. Oh, <laughs> ow! As like I cast collar. this chromatic orb, mm. and it kind of goes and zips all over the room, 
and zigzags Ooh. as it blasts into like its sternum. Pikachu movement. Yeah, <laughs> Pikachu, yeah, like, hardcore. Yeah. That up B, just like. <laughs> Smash Brothers is the only uh-huh. reason I know Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> and after uh, Rad, we're then on to Alabaster. I'm going to kind of follow foot by foot the path of Aeroni and as I'm walking toward this thing, I still got my pistol out forward. I'm going to get a shot off, and as I do, I'm also sending those meteors at All the right. same time, right? And so this is the last of the meteors? It's the last two of the meteors. 18. 18 is a hit, and then his dexterity saves uh, will be a 17 and a 11. So from the pistol shot, 10 points of damage right off the bat. Nine points from the full, two points from the half. You did some significant damage, uh, 21 it looks like. Literally just keeping the rope <laughs> between us um, uh, so that we're closer, <laughs> so that we're not just cutting each other off. Of course. I turn down the hallway with Aeroni and N right behind him and I'm like struggling to reload my pistol and I'm like, is it down yet? No. Oh, fuck. All right, <laughs> and after Alabaster, we then move on to the Minotaur. So the Minotaur rushes forward into the first hallway, chasing after Aroni. You see, like, the veins in his biceps and forearms just kind of bulge and pulse as he grabs hold of his great axe with, like, red blood strength and starts, like, furying towards you, recklessly attacking. Uh, this will be a 17. Yeah, that hits. And a 22. Yep. That was a dirty <laughs> face. What a consolation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Roni, you're going down again, bud. Yeah. <laughs> 35 damage. Okay. I'm not down. I'm still up. <laughs> okay. But I am well and truly bloody. I am bloodied, and then after you were like, man, you look really bloody. Then I got bloodied again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So after the Minotaur does that, that's his turn. He then moves on to... Uh, Roni. Cool. <gasps> okay, I am going to cast Chromatic Orb as fire damage, I guess. All right. Natural 20. Oh, oh, oh yes. <laughs> All right. An extra die of damage. You said level three Chromatic Orb, so this will be 6d8. 26 points of fire damage. So as he's rushing forward and you make this ball of flame in your hand and you hurl it directly into his belly. It like indents into his stomach and you can see it like burning his insides as he falls forward and dies. Oh, (laughs) yes. Uh, So to speed things up a little bit here, uh, you... Take a knee, get your, you do some hit die if you'd like, and then you kind of explore what was the end of the Minotaur's hallway, and it yeah. was a straight up dead end, no traps, no reward, nothing. Cool. And then at the end of your other hallway, Alabaster, where you were about to go check before you got tug, tugged on by the rope, you look at that hallway, no traps, no reward, nothing, just a dead end. So you have explored this entire small little labyrinth. So, yeah, I'll just loot this minotaur for whatever I think is valuable. I would like to use my shadow blade and create a sword to behead him. Okay, so you want to behead him? All right, that's probably a good thing to 
bring back for research purposes. Definitely. Yeah. I also want a horn. <laughs> well, we're bringing the whole head intact. Yes. This, but... this is the whole reason that we came here is to give them. It's not to gain trophies. We're not hunters. It is to gain evidence. Are and... they even paying us? We need to get paid somehow. I hope so, but um, I think that's something that Chisholm is going to determine. I'm taking a horn. (laughs) (laughs) And I put my hand over the crystal and I head back to the lobby. Yeah, same here. To the lobby? (laughs) Like a Call of Duty lobby? (laughs) Game over. (laughs) Just join up real quick. Yeah, I just sling that minotaur head over my shoulder and i'm gonna fuck your mom tomorrow yeah, <laughs> yeah. As i do as you leave yeah i do drag his axe back all right you get the axe you got i do teabag the head a couple of <laughs> yeah. times you gotta teabag him just a few times before glitching out 360 no scope <laughs> you uh pop up in the portal chamber with the portal off again and Chisholm is there to greet you, and he says, Oh, look at that. It looks like you're back this time. No no injuries, huh? Chaos portal. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're getting a little better at this. You know how I said we discussed tactics? Um, very not good. abandoning our crew, we discussed that as a bad... Very good, very good. That. What is this yeah, in your hand? What is that giant oh, head? yeah, this guy? Yeah, this was found in the labyrinth. We went to the, uh, what'd you say the name of this place was? Uh, Exodus, I believe. Ah, Exodus. That's a, that's a grueling one. Yes, and it looks here like it used to have horns, but no idea where those went. Must have lost them at some point in time. Anyway, here's, uh, we retrieve this for, uh, research purposes. Thank you, thank you. We'll take this to the alchemy lab. Maybe we can do something with it. <laughs> yes, just don't try to taste it again. I mean, it is part of the research. You got to taste it. Well, he's you got know, a point. Yeah, you know more than I do about the research, so do as you will. Yeah. Hey, we're going to rest up and maybe do another place. Oh, okay, you want to do two in one day? So, uh, yeah, we could take a short rest or a longer rest. I'm good with that. Let's take a longer rest because... We can just na 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 through the night. I'm not sure what that means. Get our spells back. But I'm really <laughs> vibing with it. Well, Dara is bringing us some hot lamb sandwiches, so <gasps> it'll be a good time for lunch for y'all. Oh, sounds oh, perfect. Let's excellent. do that. I gotta say, Mister Master uh, Rizm, I, my partner here, brought up a good point. What's the purpose of all of this, and what are we getting out of this? Research it, for the Wizard's Rainbow. You're uh, part of the Order. Of You've course. been called. This is a really dangerous mission. We're yes. going into these places with little to no information and coming back. Well, we don't have any information to give you. Are we getting paid? Yeah. Oh, you want money? Don't you get paid monthly by the Wizard's Rainbow for your duties? Or maybe... Maybe our choice of stock from that room you were telling us about. I mean, if you want to walk in there, you can, but it's dangerous, I'm telling you. We'll send the robot in. Oh, the robot won't go in. We tried that. All right, let's just take a rest and see what else we can find. Yes. I mean, if you don't want to do this, you can back out of your contract with the Wizard's Rainbow in the order and not take the monthly payment from Wizard's Rainbow. Oh, no, we weren't saying that. I'm having a great time. The, the, The security of my social life uh 
is great coming in every month, especially as an elderly person myself. Yeah, uh, Social Security is very important. It is very important. I've been basically <laughs> living on it for 100 years now. There's no reason for us to decrease that amount. We were maybe talking about, you know, maybe perchance our rankings increasing or there being some form of recognition for the exploration that we're doing. Well, of course you'd get recognition. You would, you're the first ones to successfully come back. You'll be heroes across the order. Twice. That's, Twice. You know, we'll just bring it up with our boss, I suppose. Are you our boss? I mean, I'm higher ranking than your boss probably, but oh, yes. Well, then pay us. We are paying you. You get a payment monthly. Well, I would like to apply for a raise after this. I mean, that's fine. Talk to your boss. You are my boss. I'm the boss of your boss. <laughs> There's <laughs> a chain of command. Thank you, Master Rizm. <laughs> Here's the Minotaur head. Um, I have a migraine, and I'm going to go to my room. Well, I want a sandwich first, and oh, then I will. She'll be back in about an hour, so you can go rest for an hour, and then meet us in the commons area. Lucas. Yes, Commander A. Another ale. Will do, Commander A. Such a nice guy. The Lucas bot comes back with an empty mug again. Ah, you never fail me, buddy. <laughs> so fucking so cute. Consistent. Yeah, I guess we probably <laughs> need to get some kegs in here or something. What have you been drinking? We don't drink anything. Except for that fountain over there? There's water you could drink. Uh, I'll just Is go there over there. whiskey and whatever cafeteria uh, Dara's going to? I mean, the school hasn't been completely reformed, she went down to the lower levels to the expeditionary camp and is getting us some hot lamb sandwiches to bring them back up with her honky. <laughs> is honky a mixed drink that I will be receiving? No, it's the donkey that's got haste on it. <laughs> yeah. I go and I get a drink from the well and then I meditate for four hours. <laughs> right. After an hour-long nap, you find yourself in the commons room, eating some hot lamb sandwiches. And after you fill your bellies, you head back to your rooms and do a little bit more, a little bit more rest. And eventually that night, you come back into the commons area and find yourselves kind of really ready to take on more. And it's night. Uh, but Chisholm Rism comes walking out of his Archmage office, and he's in his pajamas. Oh, do you want to go ahead and start tonight? Rock and roll, buckaroo. Yeah. Um, yes, of course. Yeah, I don't sleep anymore, so I'm down. You don't sleep any. Me neither. Well, yes. <laughs> I, uh, see, there's this thing that happened to me a while back, and basically I just meditate just like an elf. Oh. Just like you, Rad. But, uh, I like to get in my pajamas every once in a while and just sit in front of, you know, a little tablet of mine that I have and, and watch some things on my tablet. Rule of comfy, I understand. What do you watch, like uh, like Coco Malice? <laughs> <laughs> right now I've been watching Hot Young America Ace of Summer. <laughs> That's a classic. Yes, I've heard good things. I've not seen it myself. <laughs> it seems below you. I do come from a higher class family, but... I'm I'm a down to earth man. I talk for someone named Macaroni, <laughs> <laughs> but he's like that bougie Macaroni. Oh yeah, with the avocado pieces. Yeah. I'm no craft. He's like pulled pork and like coleslaw on top. So you'd like to get started tonight then? One more round? Yeah, I say let's do sure. it. Push feeling, the button. Feeling limber. All right, let's go on to the, the portal testing room, and I'll push Here the button go. for you. <laughs> All right, Tay -tay. roll a D eight. 
Yeah. Is it a D8? D8 me, baby. Uh, actually, do a D6. Yeah, do a D6 for me. Five. So you all step into the portal testing room, get yourselves ready to rush into the portal as it's when it's activated. And as soon as Chisholm Rism hits the button, that force field pops up in the archway and then the, the portal lights up. As the portal turns on in front of you, you see a swirling of purple and dark blue. You step through the portal, and for a few seconds, you find yourself in time and space surrounded by these purple and dark blue colors. There is no ground beneath you, yet you continue to walk on thin air. Eventually, the colors fade away, and you find yourself in a dark, grim landscape. Obsidian stalagmites and jagged gray rocks surround you. You are down in a circular alcove. Is it dark? You look to the sky, and it is indeed very dark. The moon that exists... Uh, is very similar to the Aces moon, I guess. Probably bigger. And it is very bright. However, the cloudy like cloudy sky is just really dampening any moonlight that can hit. It is making the obsidian stalagmites shine and glimmer a little bit. And so you look around while you're in this like deep alcove. Finally, somewhere you can feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as a vampire. We have established... That I'm not a vampire. I've never met a vampire until you. Then you still have not met one. I cast dancing lights and four of them are just, they're kind of circling around us as a group. And I begin to send them up into the air to try to light more of the um, alcove that we find ourselves in, this kind of bowl. As you cast dancing lights and you start to kind of send them around and send them up into the air, before they even get out of the alcove, you start to see peering faces looking down into the alcove. Oh, no. I bring them back and I say, we're going back. (laughs) 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 No. Just slap it a hand. Completely surrounding you are seven figures, four of them a little smaller in stature. They are stout, though, and they have this very dark gray, tough looking skin, very dwarven shaped as they are Durgar. Then you look to three others that all have very similar flowing white hair and this wind that's kind of circling around the alcove. And they each seem to have these very obsidian weapons, like obsidian metal weapons. They all look down to you. One of them speaks out. What languages does everyone know? I speak common, dwarvish, elvish, goblin, and orc. Abyssal, common, dwarvish, and elvish. Common and elvish. None of you understand this language. I say hello in all four of the languages that I know to see if they know a different language. (laughs) And what was the four you know? Uh, Abyssal, common, dwarvish, and elvish. I say greetings in the five languages I know. And those five were? Common, dwarvish, elvish, goblin, and orc. Okay. So the four dwarven-looking forms, uh, they all kind of murmur to each other quietly as, the, as you get to saying your greeting in dwarvish. Uh, but then the command, this drow commander that was speaking down to you points his obsidian short sword and says, and it's very hostile. And I need initiatives. <laughs>
All right. Up first is the Drow Commander. He points his sword at you, but then takes his hand crossbow in his offhand and then aims that directly at you, Rad. Excellent. Yes. Give me a wisdom saving throw. It's going to be a big nine. All right. With that failure, it will also bounce to the next person, which will be either of you. Aroni, I'll need a wisdom saving throw from you as well. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, 13. All right. With that 13, that is also a failure. Excellent. And oh. it bounces again to Alabaster. Please give me a wisdom save. <laughs> is this encounter about to end on, on the first round? Is that what's about to happen? <laughs> Looks like it. I rolled a seven total. Seven. Oh. Does that succeed? Are we all paralyzed? Oh, no. damn. As this bolt of arcane energy hits and bounces between all of you, you all fail on your DCs for hold person. God. (laughs) Really? Really just got got here. (laughs) We got got? Egg on our face. (laughs) We thought we were so cool (laughs) coming into this fucking place. I can't fucking hold person. <laughs> we're like stuck halfway to halfway to touch the back of our head. Like you were we portaled in and we just oh shit. <laughs> I'm like halfway reaching for my crystal on my gauntlet. <laughs> Get me out of here. And then the drow commander goes, Gulata, Gulata! And he points at all of you again, and you can see that everyone starts to make moves slowly with weapons drawn as if they are, like, almost acting as if they're taking you prisoner. But next up is Rad. At the end of your turn, Rad, you get to take another wisdom saving throw to break out of the hold person. Sexy. Yeah, it's a big 23. All right, nice. so you do break it out of the hold person. a way to get them closer for our hold person spell. But that is the end of your turn. Cool. I'm going to just hold my position. Oh, do you want to feign as if you're still paralyzed? Well, I mean, I can't do anything else, so I will Ah. feign as if I am still held. Then give me a deception check. Ooh, I love it. Perfect. One. You're like, making the goofiest face. You decide, like, this. actually, this position yeah. is uncomfortable. Like, I break free, and so I just switch positions entirely, and I just freeze frame <laughs> like I'm miming a box. <laughs> oh, no, you froze me. After Rad, we then move on to the Drow Guards. The Drow Guards have moved closer into the alcove, climbing down the jagged rocks and everything as careful as possible, still kind of watching y'all for any movement. And after the draw guards, we then move to Alabaster. Will you please give me a wisdom saving throw for the end of your round to break out of the hold person? Fuck. 14. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I will use my portent. Okay. And instead roll a five. No, I'm just going to... Uh, I will take the 19 of my portent roll. Okay. Oh. So with that, then you are no longer paralyzed. Are you going at the end of your round? Are you also going to feign? Oh, hell yeah. And get this, Dave. I'm going to cast Friends <laughs> on the Big Drought Guy. Unfortunately, the one- it's the end of your round, so you the can't end, take yeah. actions or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
That would have been sick. It would have been a good circle back. <laughs> but I'm still going to faint. All right, so give me the deception check. Yeah, seven. Hmm. All right. After Alabaster, we then move on to the Durgar, who start to make their way slowly towards all of you. They're getting real close. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell because of how close they are. Yeah. And after the Durgar make their movement slowly without making any attacks, we then move on to Aroni. Ten. Ten is a failure. You continue to be paralyzed from the whole person. The drow commander is at the top of the round. He is on the edge of the alcove looking down at everyone, and you hear him hostily say, Dulaka! Dulaka! And then you see every single one of the enemies take their melee weapons and tense up as if he saw the feigned movement. And because of that feigned movement, he takes his hand crossbow and shoots a regular bolt at you, Rad. Ooh. That's going to be an 18 to hit. Actually, it's at disadvantage. Oh. And that's going to be a 11. That does not hit. All right. Nice. Uh, the bolt hits like right at your feet as almost as if he was shooting at your feet to make you dance kind of thing. Mm. And that's his turn, actually. And we will then move on to Rad. Nice. My illusory magic takes off in like a silvery mist around me, but it looks like I melt completely into the ground. And I misty step 30 feet behind the dwarves. You're about 20 feet with the height behind them, but if they were to run up to you, it would take them about 30 feet of movement. And they all watch me just melt into the ground. And I believe that is a bonus action. Mm -hmm, it is. So you have your action and movement still? Yes. From where those two are in the center, in like a loose circle, like kind of just in a little square, up rises a stone block, and they are inside the stone block with major image. Okay. I think there's like a DC on major image for determining if it's an illusion. Uh, let's see. A creature that uses its action to examine the image can determine if it is an illusion with a successful intelligence check against your spell save, DC. Okay. And that would be a spell save of 14. So a stone block just pops up around my buddies, and they have to make a save of 14. Okay, cool. So it's a 10 by 10, 20 foot high stone that they are now quote unquote in? Yep. Okay. So this pops up. That's your action. You still have movement. Yeah, I uh, I just kind of stealthfully duck behind a little uh, rock that just next to me, and I just kind of take a little bit of cover. Okay. And after Rad, we're then going to go on to the Drow guards. One of them was pretty close to them whenever the image popped up, and so he quickly steps back, kind of scared as it pops up, but then takes his short sword and slowly walks towards it and tries to tap it as it's stone and then it just goes through Ooh, it. Oh, nice. And so he now realizes it's just an illusion and he looks back to his other friend and says, Klinrasar! Klinrasar! Oh, they're inside the image. The other one runs forward and gets inside of the image and sees the paralyzed Aroni and Alabaster, you see him run in and you can move. Do you wish to do anything? It's not your turn. Like, are, when that image popped up, would you have been doing anything inside of it naturally? Like, would you have loosened up a little bit or anything? This is a role-playing call. Yeah, it definitely would okay. start moving. So he sees you, like, sort of moving and, like, also confused. I'm, like, starting to try to cast a spell for sure. Yeah. Okay, so then he sees you moving while Aroni is still paralyzed, and he quickly goes to attack you with his short sword. 
Why? The paralyzed guy right there is easy to take. Uh, first one's a 10. Misses. But the second one is a 25. That, 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 that hits. <laughs> the total damage is going to be 15. Nine of that is poison. Jesus Christ. After that attack, we then move forward with Alabaster. I'm going to shoot this fucker with my pistol. It will be at disadvantage as he's melee range. Ooh, yeah, good call. I will not shoot this fucker. The spell that I was casting was a bonus spell of Shadow Blade. It will appear as a dagger, and I will also pull out my rapier. I am going to attack with the rapier first. Nice. Uh, 24 to hit. That is a hit for the rapier. Ah, Five points of damage. But then I use my two-weapon fighting, and then I'm going to attack with advantage with my shadow blade. Advantage because it's dark? Because it's dark, yes. In dim light or darkness, you make the attack roll with advantage. Okay. 22. 22 is a hit. That is seven points of psychic damage. Okay. And after Alabaster, we then move forward with the Durgar. And you hear them kind of grunting angrily at the situation. And just like the drow, they take their weapons to kind of tap the rock and find that it is an illusion. The one near you, Alabaster, kind of swings wildly through the illusion. So I'm going to treat it as being like a blinded attack and disadvantage. And he's attacking with this like war pick. And the first one comes through the image for a 12. 12 does not hit. The other one also does the same thing on your end, uh, Roni. Because you are paralyzed, though, it will negate his disadvantage and will just be a regular attack. Makes sense. And that'll be a 22. Did I say it made sense? (laughs) (laughs) That don't make no sense. And that'll be seven piercing damage. The third Durgar steps into the illusion after testing it and sees the two of you attacking Alabaster. Um, You said he tested it. Isn't that an action to test it? Oh, yeah, it is. You're right. You're right. It is an action. That's right. Good call. Trying to stay alive out here. Thank you, yeah. Doing a great job, buddy. The fourth Durgar walks up and tests the image as well and finds that it is an illusion as he saw his friend walk into it. Ah, well, there's no more room inside of it. He doesn't know where y'all are, so he just walks up and stands around it confused. After the Durgar, we are on to Aroni. Let me just see if I can't stop being paralyzed. I can't. Oh. So at the end of your turn, you attempt to break out of the whole person, still paralyzed. It is a three. What? <laughs> and another three. Wow. And that'll be Burn the end it. of the second round you tried that. So yeah, two rounds so far. And after Aroni, we then go to the top of the round with the Drow Commander. Oh, God. Who is eyeing you down, Rad, as you're hiding, trying to hide behind a boulder. I'm covered. You do have half cover. I'll give you that but he does attack, or actually moves first. (gasps) And he takes a shot with his hand crossbow for a 24. That hits. That'll be seven piercing damage, and then the poison. So 19 damage total. Wow. Wow, okay. And then I need a constitution saving throw. 12 poison on top of that. Okay, here we go. Eight. All right. Uh, you have been poisoned for one hour. 
Damn. What does that mean? Poison condition means you take disadvantage on attack rolls. And ability checks. And ability checks. That's Uh, great. Take that 12 poison damage back, though, because the poison damage doesn't happen on the ranged. So I was wrong. So seven damage instead of 19. Okay. So seven. So he's not poisoned. And uh, the poison effect is the the range. The poison Poison damage damage. is if he was to do melee. Oh, gotcha. Um, and my concentration is broken for my major image. Well, you check for it. If the major image is a concentration check and it was seven damage, you'll roll a constitution saving throw and you have to be a 10 in order for the image to stay. Nice. It's an 11. It's an 11. So you beat it by one. Stays up. Major image stays up. (laughs) So with that movement and attack, we then move forward with Rad. Excellent. Remember, disadvantage on attacks and ability checks. So I've got two creatures inside my major image. Four creatures. Two of them are the enemy. Okay. I, I did a 10 by 10. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. Four, four uh, Two enemies inside my major image. Yeah. When they go in, I suppose these two won't get affected by this at all. But from outside of the image, everybody else will hear a large tiger growl and those creatures screaming from inside that image. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, This will be a uh, deception check, Mm -hmm. which will be a disadvantage because of the poison effect. Whoa. Unless you can conjure an actual tiger inside. (laughs) Then it's not deception. (laughs) And tell the tiger not to bite me. And I'm just doing that because my, uh, my major image says I can use an action to make a sound with my image or nice. move my image. I'm actually going to say it's an intimidation, not deception. Intimidation, mm. so charisma. Okay. 14 twice. So 14 so on a, the intimidation. So that's a 13 for intimidation. Okay. The two Durgar that were attacking them blindly through the image are not affected or intimidated. The one Drow and the one Durgar on the other side that are not in the image they are affected and they seem to be like held in their like actions. Yes. They don't not not sure exactly what to do. And they kind of like seem to be inching back, but not retreating. Held them off. Nice. And then I just use my movement to take more cover. Okay. For the sake of the miniatures and this alcove, we'll kind of say that's kind of like a crater, like an asteroid hit. Like oh, a, yeah, yeah. Because you are kind of going behind the cover and on that little tightrope, give me an acrobatics check at disadvantage because of the poison <gasps> effect. Not good. Yeah. Oof. That's a nine. So you start to go along like the edge, trying to like stay behind cover and also like balance yourself along the, the ledge on the opposite side of this crater. And you fall <laughs> 10 feet. Causing one damage. (laughs) So I will need a concentration check, a constitution saving throw for that one damage, and it'll be 10 on the DC. Coming right up. (laughs) 21. All right. You're still concentrating, and you're prone outside of the crater. And after Rad, we then move on to the Drow Guards. One attacks. I think that one attacked... It attacked me last time. The drow inside? Inside, yeah. Okay, so we'll go with you again. Um, I'm going to give it my portent roll of five. Okay. Uh, It does have multi-attack, though, so it will still get one more attack. Okay. And that will be a 20. Yeah, even with a shield, that's not going to... 21, actually. Yeah. 10 piercing damage, but then only four poison, so 14 total. I'm down. Mm. 
after that drow guard does that, the other drow guard stays outside, not sure what's could, what to do inside as it's making tiger noises. Then we move on to Alabaster, so I will need a death saving throw. <gasps> yeah. Come on, Al. Nat 20. You got this, buddy. 10. <laughs> that is a fail. And after Alabaster, we then move on to the Jorgar. Uh, one at the one inside the image attacks you, Aroni. Oof. Kicking you on down. <laughs> that is going to be a 22 on the attack. Yeah, that'll work. And that'll be six damage. And that's it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, this is probably the most terrifying situation that Aroni's been in. <laughs> he's just, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like, this is more terrifying than the T-Rex because I can't move. You can't and move. You just I'm watch, surrounded by enemies. Yeah, yeah, you just watch me go get sliced and go <laughs> uh, <laughs> fall. The Jorgar outside of the image that was not affected by the tiger fear uh, near you, Aroni, swings wildly blindly for disadvantage. It's going to be a 13. That does not hit. And the other one swings wildly at the space where Alabaster was. Because he doesn't know you went down. Double disadvantage? Uh, so it'll <laughs> just, just be prone? It'll be disadvantage. Oh, no, that'd be advantage. It would be advantage because you're prone, but he doesn't know you're prone, so it's still disadvantage. <laughs> oh, to yeah, me. good call. <laughs> Uh, and that's a critical miss. So he just swings Fuck. wildly. Yeah. We'll say he loses his uh, pickaxe and it kind of falls <laughs> to the side of him. Yes. Yeah, we hear an, oh, shit. <laughs> and, and then some shuffling while he walks towards the pickaxe. <laughs> I just imagine him like bringing his face away and then like swiping oh, into the space. <laughs> and then he, oh, I dropped it. The other Durgar is affected by the tiger sounds. And so we will then move on to a Roni. All right, here we go. Breaking. Big money, big money. Two. Okay. My God. <laughs> cool. That was a good roll. Ah! For me to poop. I'm on. glad you had fun today, <laughs> Colin. <laughs> yeah. I had I to did. end it with you know a dampening effect. Hey, at least yeah, you're I still love, alive. I love rolling one dice once every ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. We got all these spells and all these empty <laughs> spell slots. A but long now rest, let's keep rolling. Long rest and everything. You're ready for yep. this <laughs> All because I rolled real low at the very beginning. All right. So then we move to the top of the round with the Drow Commander who's lost sight of you, Rad. So he actually. Because you went. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also got an image in front of him that kind of hides everyone else. So he's going to chase after you. Whoa. Bring it on. He moves to the outer side of the crater and sees you prone on the ground where you fell. This is sad. <laughs> we got one person paralyzed and the other two laying down on the ground. <laughs> one of them's dead. <laughs> well, I'm dying. I'm not dead yet. Uh, um, you are prone, no, so his, not uh, dead yet. his ranged attack will be at disadvantage. Nice. It's a 10. Miss. All right, so the bolt from the hand crossbow just hits the ground right next to you. Idiot. <laughs> so that'll be all he does on his turn, and then we move on to Rad. I guess I'll use half my movement to get to my feet, and then I'm going to fire a chromatic orb at this guy at disadvantage. Okay. First one's a two, so that's an eight. Yeah, it flies just into the sky as you're aiming up to him as he's up on the top of the crater. Awesome. And I take off uh, 15 feet away from him as I go this way. And then... Are you climbing back on? 
Well, I'm 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 mo- I'm motioning away from him, climbing up whatever I have to climb up, and whatever I see in front of me, I'm going to misty step thirty feet further. Okay, so Ooh, you're gonna use your bonus nice. action to go thirty feet further. Yep. So from what he sees, I'm taken off in a sprint, and then a silvery mist from my feet up just kind of dissolves, and I disappear. He doesn't know where you are because you're in full cover from his point of view. We then move on to the drow guards. Uh, the first one is near you, and is you're obviously still paralyzed to him. Yeah, and you like see that he own. takes your wrist and starts to pull it behind you, and you hear shackles coming off. <gasps> so you are ta- you're talking to me. Yeah, I'm talking to him. And Ronnie. so I just get shackled. I you're guess. not shackled yet. He's prep. He's like getting you prepped to shackle you. Yeah. Well, I, it's going to take me a full round to get yeah. get unparalyzed. So yeah. I'm getting shackled. <laughs> I mean, maybe you might get out of it. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All you got to do is roll that. <laughs> yeah. If only I'd gotten the thing that Alabaster got instead <laughs> yeah. of the vampire teeth. The other drow guard. I'm going to say they're no longer affected by the intimidation but they still can't see what's happening inside and they can't move into the space. So uh, they don't do any, he doesn't do anything. We move forward with Alabaster. I need a death saving throw. You got it at 20. Fucking close at 19. 19. Nice. All right, that is one success. So you're one and one. The check in the right direction. It is. Then we move on to the Durgar. The Durgar that's near you, Alabaster, that swung wildly and lost his mining pick. He picks it up with his movement and swings back into the image again. Just give it up, bro. Your your shit. Uh, Disadvantage is going to be with. It's going to be a 12. Does not hit. All right. And then we go to the one that is still swinging wildly at Aroni because he can't see while he's being shackled. Um, That's also going to be a disadvantage for a six. The Durgar that is inside the image with you starts to help the Drow shackle you. And he oh, sees good. the diamond on the glove, and you, he starts to get greedy, and he goes to pull the glove oh, off of your hand. No. Uh, so he is in the process of removing the glove from you. Uh, I'm going to do a boy. sleight of hand. Uh, if he does, if his sleight of hand is higher than your AC, he takes the glove in one round. Okay. Uh, the sleight of hand. It's a plus zero, but he's got a 14. So uh, what's your AC? Defender oh, wins. Defender. Yeah. Okay. Defender wow. wins. Hey, yeah. You're wow. paralyzed. <laughs> you fucking are like, you just got like, let's go. <laughs> so he does not get it off this round. We then go on to Aroni. Your turn. All right. I got a different dice in my potion bottle, and I am I believe in you. swirling it around, and I'm ready to be not 18. paralyzed. Seven. What the son f- of a bitch? Fuck. What no, is up? sorry, it's a nine. Okay, I was about to say, well, you got a saving throw. <laughs> Aroni has not moved <laughs> since he teleported into this plane and has not moved. Aroni, I love you, and I'm going to let you finish, but you got to pull through this shit. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. So after Aroni, we're back at the top of the round with the Drow Commander. Dramander. Who steps forward and really, like, he seems to give up on the chase for Rad. And he just is kind of like being a foreman with his crew, like getting them to basically take y'all captive, it seems like. But you can't understand the language to know exactly what is being said. So, Rad, we're then on to your turn. This is a lot. This is a fucking lot. (laughs) Rad, Um, you're our only hope. (laughs) Right? What good am I? Okay. With my major illusion still in place 
I changed the sound to more screams and Aroni and Alabaster laughing maniacally as they just start screaming. Okay, give me another intimidation check with disadvantage. Yeah. It's 19 twice. All right. Oh, <laughs> All right. So that is a uh, intimidation of 18. The only person that isn't affected is the commander. Oh, man. Oh, sick. That should buy you guys a little bit of time. Yeah. <laughs> to stabilize? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else on your turn you'd like to do, Rad? Movement or bonus action? That's all I can do at this okay. point. So after Rad, we then move on to the drow guards. The one that's inside the image is not fooled, and so he continues to shackle uh, Aroni. So yeah, they move your hands into position to latch the shackles, and they are now there behind your back. Cool. After the drow guard, we're on to alabaster. Death so a death saving, saving throw. throw. My nat twenty, nat twenty, baby. It's at least a success. It's, it's a, a fifteen. All right, so you have succeeded again, and then we move forward with the Durgar rounds. The Durgar uh, that was taking the glove off of your hand now successfully does so. Cool. Uh, so, Aroni, you no longer have your glove on you and you're shackled. Cool, love it. I know, I know, bud. <laughs> That's what we want. <laughs> oh, um, no. After the Durgar does that, the other Durgars are affected by the fear that the, is t- the sound that's coming from the major illusion. So we then move forward with Aroni. <laughs> All right, here we go. Dice, potion bottle. Boom. Going in. Come on, Niffer, give us some magic from far away. Shake it around. Come on, Niffer. Ah! Uh, 15. <laughs> Does that do it? 15 is the DC. Defender wins. You're the defender. You are now yes! no longer. Yeah! <laughs> so I, I'm i sitting there shackled behind my back. My glove is off and go, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm back! <laughs> Uh, after Aroni, we are back at the top of the order with the drow commander who is not affected by the fear and just continues yelling at his subordinates to get back involved. And they're just scared for their rounds that have already existed. We then move forward with Rat. God, I want to hold, but God, there's nothing else I could do. I have so many cool things to get myself out of a pinch. <laughs> I have nothing to get you guys out of a pinch. <laughs> Can I stealthfully peek over? Sure. Uh, give me a acrobatics check. 17. All right. So you have successfully climbed up that 10-foot wall that's outside, yeah. uh, and you're now peeking over. Now give me a stealth check with that. Okay. That's a stealth of 11. Uh, the drow commander does not see you. Nice. From there, a minor illusion pops up next to one of the dwarves, and it's me, and I look like I'm about to bring down a shadow blade on their skull. All right, so that'll save, that'll maybe draw some attacks at it. Um, yeah. But it's, I don't think it moves, so. No, it's yeah. definitely frozen in blade. So. It is a round waster, is what it is. <laughs> so after Rad, we then move on to the Drow Guards. The one that's inside the major image kicks you in the back of the knee uh, for the attack's gonna be a. Good luck. It's an 18. Damn it. And it puts you down to your knees, and you are now pretty much their prisoner. Like, this is not looking good for you. The other Dorgar attacks the minor image uh, for a 16. It's 14. 14. Okay, so it hits. 
and the sword slashes through it and it realizes that it's an illusion. And that's going to be that Draugar's turn, Drow, Draugar's turn. And we then move on to Alabaster. All right. Saving throw. Death you only need one saving. Throw. You Death need save. one success. One more success and I stabilize. But Come at on. 20, I pop up with one. Come on, Al. Ah, that's an eight. Oh, failure. Oh, two strikes, <laughs> two, two balls. Two successes. <laughs> Coming down to one roll. Yeah. At this point, I'm definitely stuff. seeing a light. And <laughs> the... Dela is calling. Yeah, the image that I see with the light is the person that threw me into investigating my missing son who I have never found and I kind of am starting to see like a fizzling image of him around the light. His name is echoing through the atmosphere around you. Yeah. What's his name? Willow. After Alabaster we uh, go to the Dorgar, and the Dorgar that took your glove starts to put it on his own hand. <gasps> but he doesn't have the other one. He just it's has only, the one with the diamond. It's only one glove. Oh, I thought it was both gauntlets. No, no. it's just one glove, the and then the hand has to just Yeah, it's only one diamond. infinity gauntlet. You could chop his hand off. No. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the Dorgar that took your glove has it on his hand now, and he's looking at it fondly. Then the... One near your minor image that attacks it for a 14, and your DC is 14. Defender uh-huh. wins, so yep. he misses the image. So he doesn't know it's an image still. Damn. So stupid. <laughs> what a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the best thing he could have done. And then the other Durgars are just kind of whacking at the image still, but we're going to say that none of them hit oh, you. Whoa. Oh, we don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> and then we move to Aroni. Is there anything you'd like to do in your shackled, on your knees state? I want to say, as I fall to my knees, I want to land on my knees and say, "Quake!" and <gasps> cast Earth Tremor. Does it take at third level? Does it take hand movement? Yeah, I wanted the somatic to be the knees thing, but it has to be hand. Nah, I gotta let that happen. Well, people that don't have hands. Unfortunately, you've practiced with your hands and your hands are now shackled, so the only way you know how to cast that spell is with your hands. Okay, hold on. Let me just look and see if I have any spells that aren't (laughs) somatic. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna use lightning lure. Why not? It's just (laughs) verbal. That's it. Just verbal. And I'm gonna use it on the dwarf that's putting on the gauntlet the gauntlet okay yeah. uh so what does lightning lure do lightning lure do it just like kill them all right <laughs> it doesn't really do the secondary effect which is like to bring it closer because he's already right beside me but it just does 1d8 worth of damage okay well you have to roll the attack too right it just hits it just hits no and that's a, that's a real thing i i'm not just saying that it's not a do they have a spell dc um, Oh, attack, save, strength, 15. Yeah, so they got a a strength. He did fail, so it's a 12 on his strength save. Cool, so he gets hit with two points worth of damage, and then, you know, whatever other bone you might want to throw me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, I think that's going to be it for you because you are restrained, so your movement is zero. (laughs) After Aroni, we're back at the top of the order with the... Drow commander who continues to yell down to his subordinates, and then we go to Rad. Oh man, 
and yeah, you will say that you're still like at, like holding on the ledge and watching, and you see that. Uh, well, you don't see because the major image. Having spells is great, but man, I wish I had a spell that could get my buddies out of a pinch. I'm going to, in a swirling motion, a purple mist wraps around me, and I disguise myself as a Jirgar. <laughs> so you're disguising your your personal self yeah. as a Jirgar. Yeah. Nice. Oh nice. my god. I kind of just kind of climb up onto the thing. From the far side, away from the drow, I'm pointing in a direction and I scream and I start running that way to try to get everyone's attention. I'm pointing at all the all the dwarves and all the drow at the bottom and I'm like, ah, and then I point in another direction and I start sprinting over that other way to like get them to be like, <laughs> He's, they're over there. He's over there. So you're saying he's over there in Dwarvish? I think in Dwarvish, I probably would say that. Yeah. Over there. Like just those two words. Okay. And then just I would take off running to my left to the far side. All right. Give me a deception check with that at disadvantage because of being poisoned. God, sure. It. Being yeah. poisoned really fucked you What are you going to do? That's a one. Jeez. Um, all right. So, oh, oh, no. I love you guys, but I might have to leave you here. Yeah, at least yeah. your character will survive, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. One Durgar uh, does fall for your for your trick. Oh, shit. <laughs> with his uh, thing, I rolled disadvantage on their insight, and one of them crit missed. So, nice. oh, my God. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Wow. <laughs> So uh, one of them it? is chasing after you with, to find the others. If he follows me, I'm fucking assassinating that <laughs> 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 All right. So after Rad does that, then we're on to the drow guards. Uh, one of them just continues to hold you in place. The other one yells at the door guard that just like started to retreat, chasing after you, uh, chasing after Rad. Like he seems to yell at them in undercommon, like, what are you doing kind of thing. And then we're on to Alabaster. What will be my final death oh. save, and we will find out next time on Four. Come on out. <laughs> All right, blow. <laughs> Alabaster begins to, in his mind, walk closer and closer to that light. He finally reaches the young man with tears in his eyes. He just leans down. To give him a hug, his son says just a few words. It was never your fault. And Alabaster walks into the light with his son with a three on his death save. <laughs> Alabaster has died. You continue to run and one of the Jorgar chases after you, Rad. You bend around a corner and he chases after you. And as he comes around, you just give him this nasty elbow to his forehead and he falls onto his back and you quickly coup de gras him as he's almost unconscious. And you slowly bring yourself back to the scene, to the original place where you came in and you climb up onto the crater and you see that Alabaster lays completely still, completely dead no. in the center of the crater. Oh no. The others have the shackles on Aroni, and they seem to be pushing him up to the top of the crater and are walking away with him. There is no hope of getting him. He has become their prisoner, and you see the glove for returning home is no longer on his hand, 
a Durgar is holding it in his offhand and just looking at the beautiful diamond on the back. I'm sorry, my friend. If they uh, do not loot Alabaster's body and they just leave him where he is, I will wait for them to leave the area. Okay. Uh, let me do a uh, investigation check for them on the looting of Alabaster. So as they're getting ready to leave, uh, it seems like the Durgar seem interested in looting Alabaster's body, but the Drow commander just kind of rushes them away, like, and you hear that guttural, undercommon speech being yelled out. So they quickly just leave his body behind. You see Aroni, uh, like, recognize that they're leaving him behind and then also recognize that, like, oh, he's dead. And he's like, no, no, you, you bastards, you killed him. And so Aroni is carried away. And you walk up to Alabaster's body who lies completely limp and already seems to be going cold because of this environment. I'm sorry, old timer. And I close his eyes. I take, I think he has about an ounce of lesser healing potion on him. I'm going to take that and then I will place his hand over his crystal and I will let him go back. So you take his lesser healing potion and you send him back. The vibration around his body happens at Aura and he poofs out of existence. So I just realized that none of these people seem to speak common. And so on the way out, I would like to yell something. Okay. Because I know that Rad is out there somewhere. Okay. Rad, if you're out there, follow us if you can remain hidden. Uh, give me a perception check, Rad. <laughs> At disadvantage, because I'm poisoned. Ah, yes. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Um, that's an eight, but <laughs> I will say that was already my plan. Okay. Before like going into it, I was going to follow and just see where they end up taking you. And by the time I figure it out, I'm going to head back. All right. So Aroni, they take you far. It's a long travel. Alabaster, your body is back at the portal testing room. And Rad, you can, you follow from a pretty far distance, keeping an eye on them as you watch them move through these jagged rocks and this obsidian pieces of the environment everywhere. And eventually it starts to get on a pretty steep incline. Mm -hmm. And you climb and you climb and you find that as you get to the top, this place is just littered with craters all around in the horizon. This incline is taking you to a very large crater. And where you followed them to is there's a large set of obsidian stairs that goes down into the crater. And as you look into the base, you see this obsidian palace within the crater. And you see them now getting to the bottom. You can see Aroni from this distance as he stands out colors-wise from like his uniform and everything based on their, their gear. And they walk across this bridge that is over this black ooze of a river around the palace and they go inside. And so you stand there briefly and it took maybe half a day to follow them this far. And eventually you realize that you can't take that on. Yep. But I know the location and I just kind of whisper to myself, good luck, my friend. And I cover the crystal with my hand and I head back.
You're back in the portal testing room. Chisholm Rizm stands in the archway, kind of anxiously waiting as he was worried, but, I mean, it's been hours that you followed. You see Alabaster over to the side, and Dara is standing over him, uh, attempting to figure out a way to revive him, but it's ha- has obviously had no luck the last four, five, eight hours, however long it's been. And he looks to you and says, Well, that one didn't go well, huh? You were looking at the map, so I just added a new map to Discord. Oh. Which gives you a little bit more detail about the area, Mithron area. And I say it gives you more detail. It's just covered in black. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Super helpful now. And then I'm going to spend my 30 feet to move as far away from it as possible. So 40 feet. (laughs) Did you say 40 feet of movement? No, 30. 30. I was just being really funny. Uh, <laughs> He's so funny. He's like that. Vampires. Uh. I, not a vampire. <laughs> I thought all elves got 35 for some reason. No. No, you're thinking halfling. They get 25. <laughs> you're thinking about gnomes. Oh, oh gotcha. Vampires, you know. Vampires. What are you going to do? They get like 60 flying. <laughs> okay, I'm getting really mad. <laughs> Don't bite me. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta agree with Aori, right? Aroni. Like macaroni. You can't even remember my name. Put a feather in his hat for crying out loud. (laughs) We'll leave that in for the old people. Young people, (laughs) you just don't get it. So that's why I assumed it was called a train. Yeah, you said train earlier. Well, whatever. It slipped. I feel like when we hear this, you'll be wrong and it'll be carriage. (laughs) I promise. I promise. No, not because that's what happened, because that's how it'll get edited. Oh. (laughs) You'll leave leave me saying that in, but just edit out train. See, Colin? I was right. (laughs) But there's like an obvious gap where there should be a word. You just cut out the word and let me just put a beep. <laughs> Not all. It was yeah. a really good novel too. I mean, it had good sus, uh, uh, substance. You know, it wasn't just the romance. We'll get you another copy. I don't know. The Orcs of Longwood. It's a really difficult <laughs> book to find. It's the T-Rex all over again, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like immediately. Yeah, I've done, what, two points of damage, four points of damage to him, and he's just like, you know you know who needs to die? That guy. You know? <laughs> like, I'm bloodied, and that guy did it, but this guy needs to die. <laughs> and so he continues to shackle uh, Aroni. And is it difficult because he's paralyzed? The way I've always pictured whole person is you can't move you, but somebody else can move you. 
That's different than the way I picture it. Well, it's how I picture it. It's <laughs> kind of I'm yeah. the dungeon master. Wow, really playing that card. Well, I like okay. it. That my life is not once again in your hands, but good luck nonetheless. And Alabaster's just not going to answer and go back to his room, finish his rest. And you pass by Rad's room and you just hear snoring loud. <laughs> just... <laughs> I thought you were about to say that you were going to be like in the doorway listening in like an RA at college. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah, hey, hey, no people over after eight. <laughs> Do you snore while meditating? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was visual yeah. humor. We I do probably, a lot of visual humor on our podcast. Fine. So I probably yeah. meditate for four hours and then I pop up to go hang out in the common hour for the last four hours before. Hey, you <laughs> Press the button. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who keeps turning this on? <laughs> What's that little guy from Star Wars? <laughs> oh, uh, oh, God. He literally just pops up out of nowhere. He's like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>